Hey boys, video games, they're back. They're back. The games are back. The, uh, the motor mo memorandum. What? What the fuck? Video game prohibition is over. Game. Memorandum? Why? That was not <laughs> the right high? word at all. <laughs> games are back in a big way here in late 2018. This, Thank God. This is uh, your rootness tootness <clears throat> most what in tarnation edition of the Defend the House podcast, partner. Mm. And uh, it's me, Ben, yet again, joined hey, by... Hey, Ben. Hey. Hey. Hi, Ben. Jameson. Hi. What's up, dude? Hey. Joined by Jameson and Joe, um, who hey, you Jameson. may know oh, hi. Uh, from this podcast or the other various content on this channel. Got some games to talk about. Games are back. Hello, boys. They're out. Someone put. Someone broke in, broke them out. Games are back in a big way, boys. They've been gone for so long. We haven't had video games now since, whew, well, since... 2011? April. Hmm. Since since April, April 2011. April 2011. <laughs> that was when Portal 2 came out, the last good video game. That was game. the last <laughs> yeah. good game since then. Nothing but sleepers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, but poop feels good to dust off the Xbox 360 and kind of see what. Oh, Guts. there's no games for it now. No, uh, oh, dead console. Hmm. DOA, mate. Well, yep. so do I just throw out these notes about Hexic HD that I've been? No, we don't talk about Hexic HD anymore. You know what we do? Only Geometry Wars Retro Evolved Two and Tetris Effect. Tetris is back in a big way, boys. Tetris, Tetris is back. Tetris is coming back. That was too smooth of a transition. I don't know if we can. Hmm. I don't know about. Yeah, just just cut out the transition, Jameson, so it's jarring. Yeah, so then it's just like. Yeah, you're right. Tetris two. Tetris two, <laughs> the Tetris sequel. Two. Uh, <laughs> I think it actually was a Tetris two, featuring Justin Bieber. I think there was. And the other two. Was there a Tetris? How would they do Tet? How would how would <laughs> you do a? I don't know. I'm googling it right now. Tetris the, two. Let's see. The shapes are different. I'm like for the NES. Yes, 1993. Tetris two. Tetris two is just the funniest. Made by Nintendo for the Game Boy and the NES. <laughs> Tet so Tetris two is two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Can't believe that's not a, just. Yeah. A it meme. did not review well. I <laughs> the first. How yeah, it's literally hard to innovate on the most on the on the perfect video game. It's Tetris. Yeah, I'm looking at gameplay here and I don't see. I think they widened the 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 well. That's insane. Well is a. Whoa. Oh my god. Oh, and they added different types of pieces. No oh. way, really? Nintendo. The well. Yeah, is... and the pieces can separate. <sighs> no. Oh, and it's like, oh no, this is like bullshit Tetris. This isn't even Tetris at all. You can't do that. This is just some bad game that they made and called Oof. Tetris 2. Oof. Fucking me. Well, I mean, you could probably get the Tetris license for a song back in those <clears> days because the first game sold like gangbusters. So they're probably like, we, we will pay people to use the license for Tetris because the first one sold so much. Tetris is pretty tightly controlled to my knowledge well now but i mean like like the tetris joe blow shigeru minamoto knocks on your door is like hey bud i could probably i could do it better probably. and they're like yeah. yeah okay try idiot that tetris 2 gameplay looks like a complete sham yeah. what have you done shigeru and then <laughs> wow yeah Christ. uh tetris effect tetris back in a big way uh <laughs> uh what uh i so I want to play this game so dang bad. Uh, I got just an itch to play. I have 
I gotta say, hundreds of hours clocked on Tetris DS. Oh wow! Um, I haven't really played it since school. It was like for some reason it was one of the only games we could get working on the school computers because mm. they were. I don't know, wow, doing all this pro- proxy stuff to ban mm. all the Flash games. We got the Halo CE demo working on all of our school computers and played LAN at lunchtime. It was pretty that fucking good. That sounds... Fuck, all what we, the hell? All we had... Pretty good. ...was this, like, public service announcement game called Waste, <laughs> Waste Watchers, where you, <clears throat> like, had to... It was like things... Like, garbage fell from the sky, and you had to switch your bucket based on what the garbage was falling from the <clears throat> sky and wow. put it in the proper bin. <clears throat> Yeah. Compost waste of recycles, and then we had uh, cross country Canada. Wow! And if wow. You- yeah, some someone brought in uh, the demo disc for Halo Combat Evolved at some point, and I don't really know how it happened, but it got installed on basically every computer. In the <laughs> Just tech nice. I'm imagining them like like sneaking into the computer room <laughs> yeah, late like in at the night, middle of the Loki night, installing yeah. it on all the computers. <laughs> Nice. And yeah, so the that had the the assault on the control. Oh no, it had silent cartographer, which is the 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 you know campaign level in its entirety, yeah. and then a couple of maps that you could play LAN demo. And we did that <laughs> demo demo with LAN you multiplayer is nuts. Yes, yeah, That's it didn't cool. last very long. I mean, it, it would sort of come and go. It would sometimes it would be gone, and then like a few months later, it would be reinstalled. You know, the, the janitor and, like was definitely doing that, and like, I mean, trying the, to get the kids it, in trouble. It, you know. Tech teachers in high school, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They were probably doing it. There was probably the tech teacher who was like, yeah. Probably. Oh, it was probably... The staff. Like, I mean, the tech teacher was pretty cool. He was pretty relaxed. Oh, but was, uh, I feel yeah. like tech teachers are always cool. Because ours were. Yeah, they well. are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you were playing Tetris. I was playing Halo at, at on our school. Yeah, I remember I was, the and last I was, year. I was sorting fucking garbage. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. And I, that's how I, that's how I always remembered how to sort my garbage. That's why you hate video games. What's that like little ninja game, like N plus plus or something? Fortnite. Fortnite. Really old, before like Super Meat Boy, and you were ninja jumping off walls. I swear it's like or, N plus or something uh, like that. N plus is the one that has like no graphics, right? It's just like yeah. yeah. I think we had that <clears> as well. We figured that one out, and that was it. Hmm. Games on everything. Oh, and another yeah, staple. That's funny enough because this just came up. Dawson asked me about this. He was like, "What was that game?" Interactive Buddy on addic- on addictinggames.com was a huge staple at our school. It was like this <laughs> addicting li- this, games. Yes, yeah, this little ragdoll guy, and you could like throw grenades at him and stuff like that, or you could like you. It was basically a, a small room sandbox where you could blow this guy up or like hurt him a whole bunch or shoot him with guns hmm. or like. I think I know this. Give him affection. I bet if I saw it, I would remember it. Yeah, he was like this little gray. He was made of three. He was made of five circles, and he was just like physics yeah. based a little bit, like two D physics based, and uh, you could put a skin on him if you wanted. I think George Bush was one of the skins, and it was like always <laughs> probably that, that would sound about right. But you like right clicked, it brought you up a weapons <laughs> menu, and you could just like beat the shit out of him. That was always popular one in our school. Hmm. Before they like shut down addicting games, and then Albino Black Sheep was the other. Yeah. The other big Flash game site that then also right. Got yeah. I remember all of these. Yeah. So. The- now everyone plays Fortnite on their iPhone 10X Plus Plus Super Edition. XR. That mommy is R bought them is for ours a part of the Apple dollars. ecosystem now? I, I don't know. I don't keep track. I don't know, yeah. God, I, I Steve Jobs no is dead, and so is Apple. Fuck me. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. What a, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking nightmare company. <laughs> I thought you were going to just stop at Steve Jobs is dead. <laughs> yeah, he died. The yep. company died with him. 
Apple wasn't it, it kind of did. An apple a day keeps the profits It was away. poisoned by cyanide, like what's sleep, in the seeds of apples. Sleep, sleeping Beauty <laughs> yeah. wasn't killed. She was murdered with an apple? These are good bits. Tetris <laughs> Tetris is a good video game. Uh, Tell me I think all about you could it. make a very compelling argument for Tetris being the best video game. Yeah, I, I. It is pretty much perfect. Yeah, I remember when we? I think we brought up in a Discord ages ago. There's like a yeah, small have. category of games which are objectively flawless in what they are trying to do. And Tetris yeah. is and absolutely. I, and I Tetris is a perfect game. Peak. We put Portal Two, and we put sure. Rocket League in that category. I will firmly submit Tetris as like, in my opinion, the greatest video game. Like it is the perfect game. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's like 30 years old, 32 years old, and it's. It, not really changed all that much. No. It creates uh, natural drama. It's <laughs> satisfying. It's rewarding. It's extremely it's good for your brain. Simple like, to understand. Yeah. And it's just if you I remember when in school we learned about uh if you if you take Tetris and give it to someone who's just been in like a car accident and they're in shock, Tetris is like a really good way for the brain to like re recuperate. Yeah. And it, like Me. it calms the brain down uh, because it Focusing, you know, on... it's audiovisual stimuli, and you get uh, it's that it's involved enough where your brain has to focus on it mm -hmm. and doesn't think about <laughs> yeah. anything else. Bless Jesus you. Christ. That was a Ugh. that was like a gut busting <laughs> sneeze right there. <laughs> I, well, I, I tried to get away from the mic, but it didn't work. <laughs> I think I have more of a reaction to that now because I know it doesn't get edited out. Like <laughs> that's that's what I like about that now. Um, I I also heard that uh, Tetris. Um, it was one of the first video games where people were experiencing, like, playing it in a subconscious state, like... Which uh, is the Tetris effect. Yeah, or sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. What shit, the game man. is named after. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. It's okay. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, Tetris that people were seeing is, yeah. it without playing it and playing it without playing it, essentially. In yeah, mind. like, imagining, yeah, seeing it in your head when you play too much of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. Because <laughs> I'm near the end of Tetris effect, and I, like, when it gets to speed 12... I'm just like, oh, speed 12's nothing. Fuck this. What's I'm nothing? I'm not interested. Are you not yeah, at the Joe? Are you not playing at the point where you don't even see the block come to the? Because if you're not at that point, then you're a baby. Because I, I see the matrix at this point. I firmly, if I've played the game for hours, at the point where the the block is automatically on the on, is automatically. Oh, I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> you do not see it go from the top to the to the floor. That's the, that's the level I'm at. That's the skill I, I yeah, have. Okay. I don't enjoy it. Do you it. even own Tetris Effect? I do not. Yeah. No, because it's, it's like a billion dollars. It's a billion dollars. That is the worst thing about it. It's I want it so bad. Canadi 55 Canadian dollars. And that I'm, is way I cannot too much money. justify that purchase because I know I it's, yeah. it's Tetris. No one should. Okay, I think it's one of the most overpriced games I've seen in a long, long time. It's ridiculous that it's this expensive. Like, it's Tetris. Yeah. It's glorified Tetris. Like, I mean, like it, they it, made it great, really but... pretty backgrounds and they composed a lot of good music for it. Yeah. But it's. I can listen to good music like for $10 a month. Max. Yeah, I can listen to good. Like, I can listen to soothing EDM for ten dollars a month through Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. I don't need like it, I don't need Tetris to listen to good music, and I don't need Tetris. It, it to should be like twenty visuals. U.S. dollars, yeah. thirty Canadian. Yeah. Like that would be even yeah. that would feel maybe a little overpriced, but I'd be like, oh, whatever, that's fine. But fifty-five Canadian yeah. is obscene. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that's, so I I can't go beyond. I can't discuss my experience with it because I got, I got bills to pay. I, oh, you know you why? Want, you know uh, why it's a million dollars? It's, it's because it's a VR game. 
That's why. That's true. You're right. You're completely yeah, oh, 100% right. God damn, that makes me want VR. The VR tax is... I could yeah. fuck, I could probably swindle a cheap PSVR. Let me look on, let me look on Facebook. I mean, if, I think... I think you'd actually get more out of it than you think, Ben, if you picked up a cheap PSVR. They're fun. Yeah. Especially if you, haven't ha- you haven't used VR yet. Yeah. And PS- yeah. PSVR? Kind of popping off. Kind of, yes, I've used a lot of good it. Stuff it's not out. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of popping yeah. off now. Uh, Borderlands yeah. is about to pop off. I wouldn't. Ooh, uh, that yeah. sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, boys, talk about Tetris VR and I'll cry. Oh, we haven't played it in VR yet. No, It'll I don't presumably have come out. Oh, on sorry, PC. I, just, I just meant Tetris Effect in like general. Uh, is it a good game? Tetris Effect is basically Tetris, but with Luminez in it, and this is from the guy that made Luminez, so that makes a lot of sense. God, this, uh, this sounds so great. Fuck. Tetsuya Mizuguchi. Good, uh, good he made point. Res, which is also you can play that in real VR, which I have done on PC. It's pretty good. Yeah, in me VR. Too. Um, Res. Luminez, now Tetris Effect. He likes, um, like, synesthesia-esque experience. Ooh, good word, it's good like word. Audio-visual sound, you know, everything coming together, and you just sort of zone in and play the game. And uh, if you want, Ben, if you want a very similar experience to Tetris Effect, but for a much cheaper price, just buy Luminez remastered on Switch. Because mm. uh, Luminez is a, a falling block puzzle game a la Tetris, except it's new. It's like they made it up for that game. And it's a really good uh, puzzle game. It's really enjoyable. And it has the same sort of audiovisual, musical, vibration experience that Tetris Effect has, except it's like $15. Uh, and is very like early 2000s looking, which I like because it came out in like 2002 or something. Mm. Uh, I think I remember playing it on the Xbox. Probably it's been out on everything. Oh, yeah. uh, I had never played it until the Lumina until it came out on Switch in earlier this year, and that game is excellent. Hmm. Uh, and then yeah, Tetris Effect is just hey, why don't we do that? But with like a bigger, you know, big modern console, lots of particle effects, 4K, and put Tetris in the middle of all these cool backgrounds and this fun, uplifting music. And then they and they did that. Hmm. Uh, I will say I don't know if it. A lot of it works. Well, it works, but I don't know if I think a lot of the effect is lost not playing it in VR because you can Maybe. you can shift the board, whatever you want to call the uh, you know the play area, in like three yeah. dimensions, and it and you can look around the environment, but it doing it with the thumbsticks is very distracting from the game itself, and it feels like I, something that would be way way more natural to do with your head in a in a yeah. VR thing, and it just doesn't I've, seem. Yeah, I've not useful. done that. I haven't even moved. I've zoomed in. That's all. Yes, I've ever I zoom done in and zoom in. maybe tilt it a little bit. You know. Uh, interesting. But um, when you that thing is definitely beat, for VR only. Yeah, the the sort of more visual part of it is definitely like, hey, this seems best in VR. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it looks amazing in VR. Yeah, I bet it looks really nice. You know, regardless, but you just it sort does. of you're just sort of playing Tetris. Yeah. Uh, the musical part of it is nice because you your movements. And things you do in Tetris affect the music in a way that's that that's quite nice. Dope. You know, you rotate the blocks, the music is reacting. You drop things, you clear a line. It's all yeah. It does. It does reactive. some like clever magic where no matter when you are spinning the blocks or moving them, which is activating the yeah. sounds, it never sounds out of rhythm. It sounds like it's merging with the soundtrack in a way which is it's just like some black magic from what I can tell. Yeah, it's Luminous really is the same way. Uh, 
you know, they build all the music for this, right? And that they're not like taking someone else's music. So I, I'm sure that helps a lot where they're writing all the music specifically to work with weird people playing Tetris and spinning things 40 times before they drop them. Uh, I haven't... I'm having a bit of difficulty finding a way to just play the game how I want. So mm. I got to the point in the campaign where it starts off at speed level 12 and I'm like, I don't I don't want a challenge. I'm not interested. I'm playing this to relax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I went to the playlist and the playlist is... I don't know if you've done that yet, Jameson, but it's, it's not very intuitive. It's kind of confusing. There's like this big list of f like 15 to 20 different playlists and I just want to... I want to play all the stuff. I want to pick my levels and I want to play at like speed, like seven or eight. Mm. And I just well, want to select every level, play, play just, to yeah. uh, play at the speed I want and make that playlist and then just be able to play that whenever I want. And I just can't figure it out. They have like yeah, this preset playlist of levels and speeds and challenges. And I just want to, I just want to play all the levels at a chill speed and relax. There are like five playlists and then there's like 10 other options in that menu that are all just basically like different sort of challenge modes. Yeah, I, I just and then there's like marathon One of mode, them is, but it's not what I thought it was. It's also it's yeah. marathon mode gets really fast as well. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really dug into those super deep. I, I've done a couple of the challenge modes and I've liked a couple of them. I mean, if you want to like, if you're a player like Ben and you're like, yeah, give it to me, mm -hmm. then you are sorted. But if you I like, are like me and you mm -hmm. want to just relax and let your mind drift away while playing Tetris. I haven't found an option for that yet. I've I've found the journey mode, which is like sort of the main mode to yeah. allow for that. Uh, but I... Journey okay. mode is like a collection of like 20 levels and they sort of have an ebb and flow to them. They sort of start off slow and get a little faster, slow down, get much faster, slow down. Uh, whenever I've played, I've basically just started at the beginning of that and work my way through it. Yeah, I'm uh, at the I've end. I've gotten like... to the end of it and... And I'll probably finish it one of these days. Yeah, I got. To, I, tr I played it today, and the first level starts at speed nine, which is pretty comfortable. Then goes to speed twelve, which I find irritating. Oh, I, I have never jumped to. I, I always start back at the beginning to like ramp up. Uh, right, you can which, choose that. I start back at like the very beginning of the journey with the the main, you know, the first level. Oh. And work my way through the whole thing again. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it has a really nice, like, ramp up to it, I find. Uh, whereas, yeah, just jumping into, like, speed level 10, I can't do that. Yeah. That's too much. That's I too fast. I don't know fast. if I'm going to beat the campaign. I just want to find what I want. <laughs> I want mm. the chill playlist. It's, it's got to be in there somewhere. I'm really surprised yeah, it that there isn't is. an, a, 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 like an accessible endless mode where it just stays there is, at an easy pace. I'm not saying it isn't in there. I, I just The menus are confusing, and I don't know where it is. Yeah, I'm not they're a little weird, yeah. Not a good thing. There's there's definitely an endless mode uh, that there's you can't be. fail. But I don't know if you can like have it cycle through backgrounds. That's the only thing. Uh, I hope so, because they're really good. I think yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised about the variants, because I went in almost completely blind. I'd seen the uh, marketing one with the, you know, the famous song. We're here forever. Yeah, the very, very good trailer, yeah. Yeah, and that's the only one I've seen. So I I didn't really know that there was more than that one, that one scene. I was yeah. like, oh, it's just pretty Tetris, and it's like, no, every level has varying uh, aesthetics and music, even to the genre. There's one which yeah. is almost like a tiki song. It's like oh do oh do, and it's like the blocks are made of fire, and it's almost a little bit creepy. And I like it. I like the variants. 
it was you kind should... of uh, surprising. I, I've been saying it for like seven months. You bastards need to get Lumines remastered on the Switch because it's exactly this. It's all of these things except it's yeah, Lumines, maybe. which yeah. functions a little differently than Tetris. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying they stole the idea mm-hmm. from Lumines and then you're they saying, stole Tetris from Tetris and then they charged a billion dollars for it. You're, you're saying, saying the guy who well, it's the same people, so they're not stealing anything. Uh, the guy who made they're Luminous doing their was thing. Like, hmm, <laughs> you know what would be good to steal is that Tetris game, but then I just paint my Lumines paintbrush over it. I bet if I bet if Tetris Effect came out on Steam, it would be like twenty bucks. I bet it's fifty because Sony is like, it is a PSVR yeah, you'll pay. major you'll, title. Yeah, you'll pay. Those suckers yeah. will pay. <laughs> paid, you'll pay. They paid for Spider Man. Huh? They'll pay. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. They're gonna charge. Was, they're gonna yeah. charge ninety dollars for Dreams. So fuck. Probably. I, I'll pay it though. I'll pay. I it. mean, Dreams ninety dollars is the is ultimate the, game. I'll pay double. Yeah, I mean. Me $90 is what a normal video game is in Canada. Like, <laughs> And Dreams is every game ever in one. Dreams is true. It is should a, be $9,000. It should be the game. Like, game. You can stop now. Like, everyone else. Yeah. Hey, hey, Left 4 Dead. Or fucking Last of Us 2. And Left, Left 4 Dead. Dead. And Left 4 Dead 2. And Left 4 Dead 3 and 4 and 5. Just, just cut it out. Cancel them all. Yeah, yeah. we can build it in Dreams if we want yeah, it. What's right. the, yeah, what is the point of other games now after Dreams? Like, <sighs> yeah. what is the point? The question is, when does Dreams come out? <sighs> Because I, it's not. There was supposed to be a beta this year, and that's obviously not happened. My worry is that uh, Dreams will never come out because they're just continually making games inside Dreams, and it's like, <laughs> like, let's just we can just keep. It's a good like developer's tool now, and just keep doing that. It's just an engine now. Yeah, <laughs> Dreams is just we made the Last of Us Part Two is actually made, made in Dreams. Yeah. Naughty Dog is, is using Fuck. it. Yeah, that would be the best marketing thing ever. What a twist that would be! If they did that with like, if they did that with Days Gone, it would save Days Gone. <laughs> He's yeah. gone at the end, just zooms out, and Sackboy is playing yes. that controller. Made in Dreams, and then it's just like, welcome to the tutorial for Dreams. You could we do, made yeah. a zombie game. Imagine like, imagine the the <laughs> like the the hullabaloo around like Days Gone had the sickest twist right at the very end, where it just like pulls back, and yeah, there's Sackboy just t- just wailing away on his nuts, and he splooshes <laughs> Dreams. Over the front, of the, made in dreams. Over the screen. Yeah, I mean that, that would save the game. Someone give us a billion dollars. We're clever. We're coming All up right. with yeah, Mark. Yeah, watch out, Kojima. Yeah, Zuck. Yeah. You think we know you're you so got, witty. Zuck, give us one of your infinite credit cards <laughs> that has everyone's information <laughs> on it, and we'll just go to work. We know you're listening. Fuck, day is gone. I can't believe they're making that game. <sighs> It just okay. looks so thoroughly mediocre. What yeah. what is more doomed, Days Gone or Crackdown Three? Crackdown. Uh, Crackdown sure. Three. Days Gone is probably going to sell like a few million copies. Uh, I like. See, I don't. People I, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, it's still the most watched show on TV. But like, uh, we, we have like zombie like St- State of Decay Two exists, which is going to yeah, be but just it's, that's an Xbox game and like a management sim nightmare i'm just saying it's got mm. the casuals would see the zombies and they get hooked into the micromanager no. stuff well yeah they do yeah. and they've had four million players on, I think for, C- for state of k2 so to me it's like, like i don't think the zombies aspect of days gone is a selling point i think both that is no no that's that's that that game's probably going to do very well I unfortunately even, even walking dead fans are sick of the walking dead at this point. <laughs> unfortunately i don't know so it, Days Gone just looks so opposite to everything Sony's done this generation. Yeah, of it's like so easy cash in. It's so yes, safe. Yeah, it just looks like you know a sort of mediocre 
yeah. open world zombie thing. Which, granted, there aren't a lot of actually open world zombie games. No. Yeah, I think but, what was a bit deterring oof. about it was it started <laughs> off just showing the zombie tech. Which I thought looked neat. Yeah. There's like 200 nice looking zombies piling over each other. Yeah. But yeah. then ever since then, I feel like the whole marketing and showcases for the game have been focused on human to human Last of Us looking combat. Yeah. Yep. It's like, well, no one, we have Last of Us 2. Why, why is this That's one of the, the focuses thing, of your yeah. game? Just, yeah. just make it a zombie that... thing. And I've, I've read some things from, you know, people that actually know about insider events. And it sounds like Naughty Dog really doesn't like the existence of Days Gone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I heard something about that as well, but I can't remember where. I know um, Patrick Klopik of Kotaku has said a few times, he, he's heard, like, Naughty Dog... Like, Days Gone wasn't at E3 because Naughty Dog said so, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, we're showing our game, our zombie game, the superior game, yep. Days Gone will not be at E3. Wow. And Sony's just kind of like, okay, yeah, like, I guess you're yeah, right. It's kind of a card that, yeah, what a fucking bad, it's, it's kind of a scuzzy move for Sony. Maybe that's yeah. why they're not at E3 2019. Naughty Dog just like, uh, we haven't got anything more for Last of Us 2, so you're not going. <laughs> oh my god, that's so, that is Like, Naughty so... Dog is their, is their crown jewel, you know? Yeah. Like that is so, uh, like, obviously the partner's controlling the purse situation where it's like, yeah, uh, we don't want to go, so you're not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go, so we're not going to go, kind of situation, and it's pretty based, actually. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> it's a pretty good move. I, I would be pretty annoyed if I was Naughty Dog, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And, and it's like, we've got this you know, premier apocalyptic zombie-ish game. Uh, and then Sony's like, oh yeah, we're also funding another zombie game that we're going to like release and market right beside your game. And I would be like, F excuse me? <laughs> like, I'm gonna, how dare you? I'm going to laugh it is a bit weird, yeah. So Sony being like, do you guys, like, you guys love Last of Us 1, so we're giving you a sequel. And then we're also giving you kind of another <laughs> Last of Us 1 as well. <laughs> yeah. Again. But a different yeah. game. I just imagine what's his name, Neil Druckmann, and his epic beard. Just like yeah. he's just like two inches away from Sean Layden's face <laughs> he's like, in every meeting. He's just, he's like, just he's like, like fuck off, he's like, fuck forehead off. to forehead. Yeah. And, and Neil Druckmann is like two feet taller than him, I'm yeah. sure. And he's just staring right down at him, like you are not showing Days Gone at E3. Say it out loud. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm, we're not gonna, no, we're not gonna do it. You're right. You're right. He's like, you're goddamn Say right. Say it again. <laughs> I think they wanted I th Days Gone looks like Infamous last or inf the newest Infamous, but with like but but a zombie, but last like if the Last of Us and Infamous had a baby, yeah, Pacific Northwest yeah. location, I'm sure God, helps. What a, what a yeah. dumb, what a dumb. Uh, but Crackdown is <laughs> Crackdown is the one that fails. Uh, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I mean it. I agree. Like it's coming out on the Xbox. Like there you go. It's gonna fail. You know. I, I hate to be an <laughs> asshole, but like the Xbox One has been a terrible failure. Uh, and exclusives don't sell well on it compared to Sony's. Uh, and no one gives know. a shit about Crackdown. Also, yeah, Crackdown was announced. <laughs> it, it'll have been almost five years since they announced. <laughs> Who cared about by the Crackdown One? Yeah, no, everyone bought Crackdown one so they could play the Halo Three beta. God yeah. damn it! And then it just happened to be a f like yeah, people were paying. Here's the funny, man, what a fucked up <laughs> system. People were paying seventy dollars to play a beta, and then by yeah. then they were like, oh, this this other full game this for free okay. is okay. Yeah, and this other full game, and then that they shat out a Crackdown two like a year and a half later, and everyone hated it. 
And then like six years pass and like, hey, dogs, we're making Crackdown 3, baby. And it's going to be like. And then five years yeah. pass and they're like, hey, okay, it's out now. And it's going to be just like the first one and literally <laughs> yeah. not evolved technologically in any aspect, but maybe just slightly graphically. Like it's we've seen some, and it looks like exactly what you just said. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be orbs collecting the game, like the game again. Like that's all that. Like, all you I know what the go ahead. Go, the no, biggest yeah, no, problem with you. Crackdown Three is is that Saints Row Four came out like six years ago, and that was Crackdown Three. Yeah. 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 That was yeah, a better version of Crackdown. The only thing people like. The only thing I ever heard that was good about Crackdown One was gotta get them orbs. Yeah, like that was. Yeah. It was a I don't know what the fuck the game was about. Everyone was just like, I don't to, know either. I had to get my it. orbs, and then like that's all the third one's gonna be probably. Like, now, why the fuck? Just are you play doing this? literally any game you want if you want to collect some bullshit. Play, play <laughs> yeah, every game has true. it now. Go play ukulele. Sure, but also or Spyro also don't. or whatever. Like. Yeah, uh, Spyro. Yeah, Spyro. Did you guys play Spyro? Crackdown Three? Did you guys play Spyro? No, no. no. I figured, Not the new one. No. Joe, I figured you'd be all over that. I feel like you were a Spyro, Spyro boy. I wasn't. No, I never, never really played it back in the day. Hmm. I was a dedicated Crash Bandicoot boy. Hmm. Oh, Team Crash Bandicoot, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had to choose great, your mascots back in the, the great day. The great Crash Spyro Wars of the 1999. <laughs> they actually were. Yeah, they were kind of yeah, rivals. Between I mean that it's so weird to think that Insomniac and Naughty Dog made those games. Like, yeah, who made Sly Cooper? Um, Sucker Punch. Yes, the Man. infamous folks. Crazy. Yeah, so, I actually beat the first one of those. I think we already talked about it a while back, and I got yeah. halfway oh, yeah. into the second, and they're okay. Yeah. yeah, you have to be in a very specific mood to go back to re- not retro games, but older games, and Can I not. haven't been there for a while. Can't wait for Sony to reboot a gritty, gritty dark. Like, uh, and anthro anthropomorphic animals investigative yeah. like crime game. How do they turn it into a sad dad yeah. open world? <laughs> yeah, how do they make? Because that's how the do Sony they make, model. How do they make Sly Cooper into Max Payne three? It's just like this yeah. alcoholic, drug addicted invest like the private that, eye yeah. who's like third person over yeah, the shoulder, like, green tree environment, sad dad. Yeah. That's I can the Sony I can hear like right there. fuck like they, they think I'm the weasel. <laughs> like, or fox or whatever like they think i'm sly some of these criminals who hachimachi all the cutscenes are just presented exactly like max Payne 3 with the like really like erratic like out of focus you know like ex- yeah. overexposed jittery yeah <laughs> this is a grizzly murder but i can kind of see where they're coming from and then it's like oh is he is he is he a, is he a murderer too oh, these questions this high He's drama just got all these dumb one-liners God, like a, max Payne does God, about how miserable life is sony's gotta <laughs> sony's gotta go on outside dreams is the most optimistic thing they got and it's uh. fucking about sleeping it's about sleeping <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it's about a eternal yes. sleep i love sleeping dude this is real sleeping is good i yeah we mentioned it very briefly there uh sony's not going to be at e3 this this coming 2019 so uh, this not to cut you off this yeah, feels yeah. like the start of the end of yeah of, this feels like the start of the end and it's not a surprise i mean like the the, the writing's been on the wall with psx and with EXO, and like you just don't need yeah like i said it like you know six months ago like we've seen the rest of the PlayStation exclusives for the generation. Like, yeah. we know what they are. Yeah. I, I, We're not going to get more, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I, I presume them not having E3 this year means they are announcing 
a PlayStation Five, you know, probably next a PSX next year. Probably next PSX. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. It's just about like why would you share a social like why would you share a social reaction with e3 like why would yeah exactly i would never like it's good it's getting to the point now where you wouldn't want to release or announce something at e3 where you're sharing the e3 social platform whether it's a hashtag or whatever with microsoft and nintendo and where you would want your own exclusive reactionary hashtag which is dumb to say but it's it's now you're not gonna get as many views at your own conference conference like a psx because oh yeah, you will. I, I don't. I, think I so. don't agree with that at all. Because E3 is in this almost like mythical mm-hmm. era where anyone would watch it, and you'll get the hardcore but, fans. But like, I think a lot of kind of casual main, not mainstream, just a lot of it's, less yeah, intimate yeah. gamers S- like watching E3. They yeah. find it exciting. Sony's jumping out too early. I think. I think you're on something there, Joe. I can definitely see both. I think. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think you're on something now where we're in a more accessible era. E3 would be more accessible than ever now than it's ever been. Because um, it only felt exclusive to, like, watching G4 or, like... Mm. Because th- in those times when the internet wasn't as, um, I wouldn't say... Yeah, accessible. when it wasn't being streamed on 40 different yeah. websites. Now that yeah. it is, E3 is more accessible than ever. And so for Sony to depart it, I can certainly see your argument um, and how now more than ever E3 can be viewed by the casuals whereas it but was- you know you you're also right ben when you said like e3 has like 75 announcements right yeah you're the benefit of them doing that. their own event is they they hype it up for weeks they and then you get a huge bunch of playstation only coverage and that's on, the only thing everyone is talking about for like a month you know mm-hmm. um i think it can be as, as successful as e3 in time like if they all split yeah. off eventually people will figure out and over a couple of years, people will start watching the individual events. Yeah, what, so it might be worth it. Yeah. Go what's ahead. concerning is that um, they're not doing like they're not doing a conference, but they're also not doing. They have no floor space, and the way E three works with the ESA, which is the uh, video game like commissioner yeah. establishment in in North America, um, when you give up your floor space at E three, it's gone. Someone else gets it, oh, and you can't get it back. Oh, oh. I didn't know so that. how does Sony come? Is this Sony saying we're too good for E3? We're done with it, and they never come back to E3. That's a concern if that's what mm. what this is. Like I said, I think uh, it's it's we, it's a weird time for them to leave E3 because yeah, like we saw it last year, and and this is this is also a, 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 a this is an accolade I think for the video game awards. Um, they were available on every platform, and despite the fact that in pre like the video game awards have always been dumb and like have, yeah. like kind of cringy. They've been getting better for sure. Oh, but... and 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 last year was <clears throat> like I was proud of what happened at the game awards last year, and I it has made me look forward to the game awards this year. Um, <sighs> like in a minute like I they're definitely the like they get a lot of eyes on it. Like yeah. you said, what was it like thirty five million people last year watched wow. it? You know, like that's that's a good number. That's a big number. And so to uh, to me, with E three, obviously, is going to try and be as accessible as possible again this year, and it always has been. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is detrimental for them to want to leave that space. And at the same time, like they could just come back in twenty twenty and do the EA thing where they have their own press conference and their own show. In California, just same weekend. Uh, yeah, in LA somewhere, just not at the convention center. Yeah, um, and I, I you I, know, I, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I, I was just gonna say, like, it's it's sort of fifty fifty. It's either like 
Sony is either skipping E3 because they want to just let their devs finish their games. Yeah. Uh, E3 demos are extremely laborious and take away from the development of the games and there are for a risk, long period there are of time. risk as well because if you present something that isn't the final game it gets over scrutinized yeah. by the assholes that are video game players <laughs> like we've gotten we pretty you know e3 demos are beneficial in a way for them because they can it's like here's a really polished vertical slice now we can like sort of spend the next 18 months building towards that e3 vision that we showed but it takes a lot of resources so you would hope that they are just skipping e3 this year or next year because they did a big showcase this year and they just want their devs to finish their games but on the other hand you worry like oh no is sony oh are they getting back to their old ways of like fuck you we're number one we're doing whatever we want we are too good for e3 watch out bitches seven hundred dollar ps5 get some the hard part is about that sorry to cut you off is that no no god they're, they're not they're not punching above their weight class with that position now because they've consistently developed and, pr- and published and and been have been associated with ex- like extreme like generation setting games like yeah like with this yeah so year after year this it's gen. hard now to kind of deny them of that 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 bravios that hubris of yeah. like we don't need e3 to like for people to get what's up with us like i i kind of see like if they were to take that step and be like no we're gonna do psx and that's where we're gonna do all of our shit and we don't need e3 anymore um yeah i can't blame them because no no it's it's, be- it's just, it is becoming yeah. synonymous i think with casuals the castles now <laughs> that uh that for single player exclusive like experiences playstation seems to be the place to go and um yeah we're, we're seeing that with with uh with all the i'm gonna comment on it again all the game award nominees are single player games and so like for game of the year and like all half of them are sony yeah you know? god of war is in there sony exclusive and, yeah. yeah spider-man god of war detroit uh oh detroit was yeah. on, nominated for game of the year well, I don't know. I am not sure. But it still, was it was, it was yeah. quite a few probably things. people love best narr- It was nominated for best narrative, I believe. Somehow, people uh, love Beyond Two Souls. So people like people are yeah. capable of love that I will never understand. <laughs> Honestly, the most disturbing <laughs> thing love, about, really? or mo- not disturbing, most concerning thing about that uh, press release or whatever statement that Sean Layden put out about No E Three, he was like, "Our 2019 games, Dreams and Days Gone, are looking great," and I'm like. That's all you're going to ship next year? Oh, no. I, th- um, I saw a different, kind of a different statement from, uh, what's uh, Kotaku editor Jason? Jason Schreier. Schreier. Yeah, yeah, the stuff he posted, it was a bit different from that. I didn't, I'm not sure we saw that. Um, I might have misread, but Cause the, I, the, I think it's very possible that they... I mean, go ahead. What, what, yeah, what did you The see? statement that was posted on Kotaku was not really based around oh shit I, I shouldn't i shouldn't wing this i should actually just go and find it because mm. i don't want to misquote one, one second God, kotaku is impossible to navigate <laughs> i i was right ps oh sorry sony not at e3 do 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 as the industry evolves, Sony continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with new ways to delight gamers. As a result, we have decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019, and can't wait to share our plans with you. 
I'll... It's a very vague statement, and it doesn't well, really yeah, yeah. address what wherever you found that statement, Jameson, where it's like, eh, we just don't have games to show. That yeah, sounded very much I like wonder. we're going in a different direction. I think... I, th- I thought I remember reading something about them, like, actually being like, like everything we were going to put out this year is pretty much out. Uh, Xbox is handling um, Kingdom Hearts, like, um, so we don't really... Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah so it's like, they don't, yeah. like, they don't have anything outside of Days Gone, and that's not and enough. And Dreams, yeah. And, and uh, Ghosts, and I, I would dreams. be concerned, I would be disappointed if 2019 only had days gone and dreams yeah uh, oh, yeah. If, it, oh if yeah if one of the big three boys didn't ship in 2019 i think that would be a, a bummer and by like big three fall. you're talking last of us two death stranding and, and ghost of sushima yeah. yeah um but uh, yeah it'll be knows. interesting too without this because what what e3 does is it it makes us it obviously is, <laughs> it's it's an awareness platform what this does for how aware people or how many notes people keep on like on games Without there yeah. being like, because, like, as dumb as this is gonna say, or as dumb as this is gonna sound, E three is like the 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 WrestleMania of sorts, where like <laughs> even if you're a casual, you do kind of pop in to see what's yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. Um, yeah, or where that, things yeah. are at. It's the, it's the thermometer of the gaming industry, and kind of see like, oh, what do I have to be ready for this this year, next year? What's going on? Blah blah blah. blah. Um, mm-hmm. If they get away from that, and they they do pull the curtain across a little further now, and they they pull back their their exposure for their first party titles. I will be interested to see how marketing goes for those games because having a having a showcase or your PSX or what have you that is strictly controlled by Sony that isn't prompted by any other collaborative or third party industry association like E3 what this does for perception, what this does for awareness and how games like do when they release um, yeah because i think yeah, the you, only game they have to actually market is ghost of tsushima yeah that will be because like i think the, the like the core last of fans us, the brand will trust is strong it. yeah the core fans know. will trust it but the casuals will be like this looks way above my yeah head. like you, everyone knows what the last of us is most people know who kojima is so they don't have to worry about death stranding too much but ghost of tsushima it's like what who what's that game mm-hmm. uh that's the one that I would say they probably have to market the most, but there, there it would will, be really crazy if they shipped all three of those games in 2020. There will be uh, a lot of from the makers of Bloodborne. Is it makers of Bloodborne? Am I fucking that up? What Ghost of Tsushima is Sucker Punch. Makers oh of Infamous. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I fucked. Yeah. So yeah, I, that part of my ignorance, but that's my own yeah. lack of awareness on on Ghost of Tsushima's development. I I knew they yeah. were made by a high profile studio, but not from obviously that's yeah. Fuck. Yeah, They're doing the uh, what's the called? The new game Sekiro. they've got coming out? Sekiro something something. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Okay, so they are made... Okay, yeah, fuck me then. So they are pretty much... Sekiro Shadows of the... Shadows Die Twice. Shadows Die Twice. Okay. Christ. Um, you know what excites me, though, about them not being at A3? Is that Microsoft... Phil Spencer woke up that morning, yesterday or whatever, and saw that news and was like, Oh, baby, here yeah, we yeah. go. No doubt. Um, and that, that's... Yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, because Phil Spencer's a guy. He's a good guy. Phil Spencer is a smart fellow and has been doing lots of good stuff for a long time. And is you know they finally feel like it finally feels like they've reset the board and they're like, okay, let's get next generation going. You know, because we got plans. Um, they mentioned the next generation Xbox at the yeah, last E3. They, they said Project Scarlet is in development. Like, I could a hundred percent see them 
talking more about it at, at E3 2019. Uh, sure. I what if they announce it and bring it, it out? Oh, shipping it early, like shipping it in like spring 2020 or something, you know. Imagine uh, what if, a, and all these games were showcased on Xbox X1. To, to, yeah. <laughs> Xbox 4. Xbox 4. Xbox 5. Oh. <laughs> we'll <just> skip <laughs> they skipped yes. Windows 9, so they're like, hey, well, well we're going to do Xbox 5. Yes. Just, uh... Yeah, so... E3 has been weird for many years now, obviously, uh, and a lot of companies have sort of not not gotten away from E3, but they just sort of do their own thing at the same time as E3. Uh, not to not to drag I, the yeah. E3 subject on, but what do you think mm. has been the biggest game that was not announced at E3? That's a that's kind of a hard question. Mm. Like just announced somewhere else? Yeah. Like at a different event? Yeah. Do you think uh, is that a hard I mean, question to ask? That is a hard one. Well, like Red Dead was just announced with a trailer, you know. I guess, never, yeah. never once appeared at E3. Same with you know. Yeah, it's true. Destiny Two uh, wasn't. No, no. Destiny Two. Well, was Destiny Two wasn't announced at E3. It but, was a JPEG. You know, they have, they have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They have Sony marketing, so they were uh, that was at E3. But Red Dead's probably the biggest thing that never, never once appeared at E3. Hmm. Was GTA Five at E3? Absolutely. Yeah, the next gen. Anyway. Yeah, they had the next gen, but I don't remember. Probably not before it was released on 360. I don't think it was at E3. Okay. Rockstar doesn't do E3. They don't like, need E3. They, yeah. Is this going to be another seamless transition into Red Dead Redemption 2? No, what's no, that video game? No. <laughs> what? Huh? what? No. Fuck, we almost had it. It would have been beautiful. I was going to try and get everything out of the way before we talked <laughs> about Red Dead 2. Well, me and Jameson talked about it for two hours, so it's we just, did. Our review is just under two hours. If you want to hear your opinions, yeah. Then. My my fear was that our discussion for Red Dead would also get to the two hour mark somehow. <laughs> nah. No, I don't think so. Nah. I hope not. Um, you're you're a bit more. You get to the point, Ben. Me and Jameson just blabber on. <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. Um, I, I bet you can summarize your experience with Red Dead in about thirty seconds. I do. Like, I, mean, I like it. I do that, don't I? Because like I because. Every time I've played a game for Guinea Ben, which uh, which I, we will call out, and I will say right now, I have not played Hitman One, which was, has That's been like my Guinea Ben game for. But based because of Guinea Ben, I've been bought like I have been playing more game. Like it's been an interesting byproduct is that I've been playing more <gasps> current gen pro like products like Spider Man. Mission accomplished. And I played you did some, it, Jameson. I, I was playing some God of War. Now I'm playing like I've been playing Red Dead, picking up these titles, play, play Bacod playing battlefield fought like we're playing all these i'm playing all these games now because of why guinea ben was brought in, in the first place was because i wasn't playing games now i'm playing games again I'm, I'm trying to make that time and so um you mentioned that i i haven't managed to pinpoint my 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 takes like in a very concise small time frame. <laughs> i didn't mean to be like insulting about no, it. no no and you're right like i like other than Spider-Man, because that was a well-kept secret, every game where it's like, all right, Ben, what do you think? It's like, uh, it's a great platformer, and I like like the shooting, and the graphics are nice, and I don't like this about it. And I usually just sum it up in that quick sentence. And I, this when you presented Red Dead right now, I was worried because I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm just about to hit a 30-second sentence with my <laughs> all-encompassing blanket statement of the game. <laughs> but, um, but alas, uh, I will discuss the cowboy game. <laughs> um, so I would probably say I've, I've put it in about 20 hours. Um, I'm still in chapter two. Really? Chapter two is so long. I I'm don't know why. It's like when everything just comes at you at once. 
I'm savoring it all. Um, and I think yes. that's what I'm enjoying about it as much. Like, I'm not... I don't feel compelled to rush through it because I really want to take Good. in every experience and, and really enjoy the game and 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 have something definitive to say at the very end, like when I'm when I'm finally done and um it's I'm hmm it's giving me confidence a game like this is giving me confidence because typically with open world rockstar games there is like it's an open world there are things to do no matter what um but there isn't a level of depth in the uh personal management side of things that red dead carries on like you don't you, you've never had to worry about have you eaten enough like are you sleeping enough have you like are how's your horse doing like things like this like whereas in gta it's like is your health full do you have body armor is your car about to yeah. blow up then go on your mission yeah then you're good to go yeah. Um, like you, you have enough ammo. Believe me, you have enough ammo. You're fine. But like with Red Dead, there are, are a lot more areas of care um, that are they're not too cumbersome or overwhelming. There's just enough there where it feels natural, feels easy to make sure everything's above board, um, and in turn has given me confidence and. Uh, it's given me confidence in playing other deeper open world games. Like, I think I'll always have Witcher 3 in my mind of games that I, <laughs> I do want to go back to and, and, like, come back to with a different set of eyes because I'm playing games that uh, are a little bit outside my comfort zone. Because Red Dead, I think, originally <laughs> has been outside my comfort zone because of its scope and because of uh, the variables that go with it and 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 what we talked about on the podcast two podcasts before this and the podcast before this was my anxiety and fear around giving an being given an open world that is technologically sound and very well made and crafted and this fear that I'm missing out on experiences by choosing to go down a certain path yeah that's fair so red dead's been a great confidence builder in being able to manage what I'm doing and not feel like I'm missing they, yeah. out on experiences. And so they I do feel a like... good job of sorry to interrupt, but they like dish out things pretty slowly in that game. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not like Spider Man mini map with like a hundred things going on. It's like I mean, one you're still quest. getting new things introduced to you like well into chapter three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, and I, I do expect to still continually get get new things introduced. While this game has been out, so I I, I will say i I'm loving it. Um it's beautiful. Um, the, Oof, the, yeah. the, the, the art's great. The performances tr- are tremendous. Um, it's just, it's yes, also authentic yeah. and, uh, it really does. This is probably like last of us did it, but this is the first game since probably the last of us and well, and God awarded it too. I'm thinking of games that really make me feel like I am experiencing, uh, an interactive movie. Yeah, sure. And God of war was there. And The Last of Us was there, and but this game, it's 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 incredible because based on the scale of the game, it still manages to make every cinematic moment feel like a movie or feel yeah, like it's it's a small, incredibly immersive. Yeah. Um. So wow, wow, wow! Like I, that's that's been tremendous to experience. I find myself caring about Arthur. And so, yeah, like, which is, <laughs> yeah. you're only in chapter two as Me well. Too. Yeah. Like I, I see care. nothing. Yeah. And like. that's just it. Like I care about my persona as Arthur in the game and, and how he's being received. So like I, I called it out in the chat, like there's a mission in, in, in chapter two where you're breaking uh, one of your 
campmates out of a prison and enter it. Yeah. yeah, you have to essentially slaughter a whole town. And I, I hated doing that mission because I hated what that meant for Arthur. Like, I hated... Like, I've, I've been playing the game rather morally in, intact and sound. Uh, yeah, which definitely seems like how they wrote him. Yeah, I'm trying not say. to kill. I'm just trying to stay, like, a good person who does what he has to do to supply the people he loves. And so yes. to do that mission was was frustrating because I felt forced to do something that I yeah. didn't want to do and that my character that's, probably that's didn't want to do as well. That was one um, of the complaints I... when The minor complaints I brought up uh, for the missions when me and Jameson were, re- were mm-hmm. reviewing it was there's a couple of missions where you kill a lot of people. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's frustrating. Like, uh, and also I will say, like, I haven't... I'll preface this with I haven't heard your guys' review yet, so I apologize if I go over treaded ground. But oh, yeah. we went over everything, so I suppose. Yeah. D- don't worry about it. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, that w- that was frustrating to deal with when when I did that mission, and I I suppose I'll have to be aware that 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 occurs throughout the game. But like, I don't mind killing like I don't mind killing O'Driscolls for now and like i don't know how the story unfolds yeah it's it's more that like it's the sleepy nice town of of strawberry, strawberry. which was yeah like it i pulled up into and i was like this, up, is a, yeah. this is a great little spot i like as yeah. soon as i pulled in i went right to the inn bathed like went up like changed my outfit like rented rented the space for a night came down went over to micah broke him out and then i had to kill everybody in town <laughs> yeah. for fuck's yeah, sake and i was like it's, Mike, it's micah's fault man it's micah's fault it's not so, your like, fault yeah. man i love like at yeah, the art, like, pulling up into that town, I was like, man, like, what a great little lodging village. Yeah, like, Strawberry's great. Yeah, so nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, I haven't been to St. Denis yet, which I'm assuming is pronounced St. Denis? Saint? Yeah, well, it's Saint French. Or it's French. Saint-Denis. 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 Yeah, something like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's like New Orleans, right? So it's all yeah. it's all the French. It's yeah. all French there. That's what Most figured. people are speaking French to you. No. Uh, in the streets. In the streets, yeah. You're, you're kidding. In Saint-Denis, yeah. I didn't notice that. There's lots I, of French. I, I believe it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten that. I haven't gotten there yet. I think I seen it from afar when, like, early on in a mission, there's a mission where you had to go up and rescue, or not rescue, but you had to go like get someone's brother, like a, that lady's brother. I forget her name. Um, but it's a, I don't it's, know. A, it's a small <laughs> there's, side mission kind of thing. Anyway, a I lot th- of Red Dead Two has been a bit of a blur. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw Saint Denis from a distance, and I was like, that's probably. probably the big, the big spash over there. Um. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, it. Uh, yeah, blown. So, but besides that, um, I've really been enjoying my time with it. It's been delicious to just chip away at every now and again when I get a few minutes and just, I, like, I can't estimate when I'm gonna finish it because I, I, I do find myself really taking my time with it. But nothing besides uh, morally conflicting missions that I cannot control have been frustrating me, which is also great the map isn't as big as i thought it'd be it is still pretty fucking big but i did worry it was gonna be bigger um, Oof. well well you're, you're pretty early on it, it's fucking huge <laughs> yeah, like, I, like i've opened the map screen I've, I've like scrolled to the far side and then i've like yeah. timed how long it takes to get the other side and how long it takes to go down to the bottom and i'm like yeah i did some rough math and it would it'd be about five hours to walk around that map in real time uh would yeah, it, we, we might it, see it's bigger than horizons yeah well yeah 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 it's i mean there there are things i could say about the map that are actually not really related to story spoilers at all that would make you realize that 
it's I don't know. You're right though. Like you you know more or less what the boundaries are of that main map. And it yeah, is yeah. it's it's a weirdly sized map because you I know what you mean. It 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 doesn't feel as big as it like but I'm sure there's look, enough get up to do a high that makes spot. the map feel big. Yeah, you like get up to a high spot and you're like, "Oh, this map actually like I can see, you know, strawberry from the far right-hand side of the hill, you know, up in yeah. the hills." And I'm like, "That doesn't look that far away." But I think it's because there's so much jammed into it and it actually like it is actually a pretty big map, but it's just so packed with stuff and unique Yeah, it's areas. a great map, yeah. And you're not yeah. you're not ripping around it in a turbo GT like you're taking a horse. No, exactly, but... yeah. I I never found the map to be too big or too small. Like it, it somehow just feels like the perfect size. Uh showed it to QA because that like I well and to a testament to Rockstar's um knowledge on developing an open world map because yeah I would say that's I would say that's just good game making where it, yeah. it, it never feels like yeah, a chore yeah. to travel a long distance and that's they they yeah. very obviously know how to make that style of map. And yeah. so I mean I think it helps that just wandering around on your horse it's just kind of nice. Ple- it's pleasant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Even the yeah. downtime where you're not interacting with the, you know, the random uh, encounters with strangers on the road. This is something very pleasant. I was saying to Jameson yesterday because I forgot to say it in um, the review, but I usually always listen to podcasts when playing anything a bit like any downtime in games, anything non-story related. Yeah. I'm always listening to podcasts just because it's, it's an efficient way to get entertainment into my brain. But with Red Dead, nothing. I never listened to podcast, even when doing like yeah. long rides mm-hmm. from A to B. Yeah, it was I, just nice to be in it. I think I tried to get there. Like I tried to keep things open to, like, like I I liked the thought of playing Red Dead and and the things that I'm not doing when I'm doing main quest, just so I could have something on in the background. But um, yeah, I found I haven't been able to do that. Um, I was gonna say I. Uh... I've started replaying Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Have you actually? So, yeah, well, so I I uh, uh I kind of burned through the last like two and a half chapters in a really short period of time. Just cuz I I don't know, I dislike filming, having to do filming stuff while I'm playing the game, just like interrupting the flow of it. So for I was, sure. And I and I wanted to see the end of it. So I just sort of like burned through like 20 30 hours of that game in like 5 days and uh you know, now I'm more or less done filming for for the time being, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just sort of play it without having to worry at all about about video stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you haven't checked out the NPC video by now, it's over on the YouTube channel. Which <clears throat> you absolutely should. It's it's a great uh, a great testament to Rockstar's development budget. and uh, their AI <laughs> and all that, and also. What's that? Their budget and their budget <laughs> and their and the crunch because which is such a buzzword yeah. these days around this yeah. game. You the crunch, um, the crunch. Don't support the game. It had crunch yeah. time. Don't, don't buy that game. And all all twenty million of you, take it back right now. <laughs> it's been nice. Uh, I only just started it basically last night, but it's nice to. There's, I think you get a benefit from replaying that game because the the gang is really tightly knit at the beginning of that game, mm-hmm. but you as the player have no knowledge of any of them. Yeah, and so replaying it and being like, ah, I know, I know thoroughly who every one of these people are. Yeah, no doubt. It feels much more like it's like rewatching Game of Thrones. 
I don't know. I've never rewatched Game of Thrones. That's fair. No, uh, if you go back to Game, but you, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like these characters have existed before you come into the story mm-hmm. as the the audience member, mm-hmm. and yeah, when you know what their personalities are like, it feels I don't know. It feels a little more like I I do I. It's easier to relate to the sort of familial. No, I can I can always game. emulate the emotions in my head, like just thinking about going back and doing the quest. We get drunk with Lenny in the bar. I was like, oh man, yeah, I'd love a good to do that mi- quest again. That's a good mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I'm I will probably slowly replay you know the whole game over the next month or two. And save, uh, save in, in a much more. Not that I didn't savor you know not I I mean I saw the more most of the content in my first playthrough, but it was a little more rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'll be able to just sort of nicely. Uh, it's also funny, like we, you know, we talked for two hours in the review, but as soon as I started playing, I remembered like eight other little things. I was like, ah, oh, I should have mentioned. Ah, oh, I should have mentioned this. Ah, oh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Like the default walking speed, I think, is way too slow. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, walking, not being I, able to walk, only being able to walk in the camp is like, what's what's wrong with running oh, in the camp? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I I wish there was a movement speed just slightly in between when you're out of the camp, you know, you have your walk and then your run. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I don't I kind of like the walk around speed at times. Uh but I wish like he just I I don't like human beings don't walk quite that slow, mm-hmm. I, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> the environment like I walk at a good clip, you know, and it's just like I wish I could just walk around at like 30% faster than his walking speed. Yeah, uh, but the, the, the yeah. environments that require you to walk are pretty well laid out, so that way it's not like I don't really find I don't personally find, other than camp I don't find towns a chore to walk around um, in because then at least you can kind of run or you can hit your horse close enough to wherever you're trying to get. But yeah, with the camp in yeah. particular, like it forces you to just fucking. You can do the slightly speedier walk, yeah, you know, where he kind of picks uh, up his but, pace and looks around, like, and, and walk, he looks, but he looks a little too like I'm going to go punch someone when yeah. he's walking around like that. I'm like, I don't like walking around like that. Uh, yeah, it's. I said it in the review. It's just such a weird game that I, I, I don't understand how it got made in the way it did. With, I, well, I understand how it got made, but it's one of those things where you're just like with the level of meticul meticulation. Well, it's it's Ooh, just so fucking that slow. That seems like it would be a word, wouldn't it? We'll, yeah. we'll call it a word. But yeah, it, that was a large part of our review was kind of contemplating on the fact that they made kind of a crazy, a crazy. Like, it plays like Kingdom Come Deliverance at time where it's so immersive. Yeah. They made a like, good Sims game, but also yeah. with a game in there as well. Yeah. But from a it's, developer, which is you know taken eight years to make and probably five hundred million dollars to, you know, fund it. Sure. And they yeah. know that like the majority of the gaming world is gonna play it. And they were like, Oh, we don't give a shit about pleasing everyone. We're gonna make this yeah. kind of weird cowboy simulator immersive game. Mm-hmm. Like if people say, you know, they hate Red Dead Redemption 2, I would completely understand. Yeah, it. I was deep because in the it's... subreddit for video stuff and a lot of people had problems with the beginning of the game. I feared well, I feared yeah. it. Like I, I feared it was gonna be too too much. Like I, I like I you guys have heard me talk about it. I worried it was gonna be too big, too micromanagey mm. and and just unenjoyable because of the amount of real realness that they poured into their game technologically, which isn't a detriment to them. It's not a detriment to the game. It's just how I am as a gamer and I that's yeah. something I feared. So it sounds like it's perfect for you then, Ben, the level that everything's at. It is, yeah. It's not it it and yeah, like it, it really is. So and I don't I would not call myself 
like I'm not you guys know me I'm not a, a hardcore single player deep RPG player like I aspire to be that I aspire to play the Persona 5s and the Nier Automatas and the Witcher 3s of the world yeah. I want to play yeah, those only games. one of those games is worth playing <laughs> <laughs> dunk but I like I fear my own skill like I I fear my ineptitude to play those those level of games, and and because I I I just I try to be self aware enough to know whether I can handle a game like that or not. And Red Dead has been, Spider Man was really good, uh, and for me, like I really enjoyed Spider Man and the way it was laid out and the way it was paced and the amount that there was to do, and Red Dead has been really good as well in in giving me stuff to do and at a good pace, and for there being like variables thrown in there as well, and I. I don't feel like I'm missing anything timeline-wise, but I still do fear that technology down the road. Um, one question for you, I, both of you. Oh, mm. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the thing that baffles me most about Red Dead is just how fucking slow it is. Mm. It, it is a like, draw. I, it's, it's, it, feels more reporting... epi- it feels more episodic, like a TV show more so than it does feel like a three-act film to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Does. It's yeah. definitely structured like television. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I was recording, you know, last night for the review and I was sort of paying attention to time and I was more or less recording like the the beginning of the game just because it's spoiler free and mm-hmm. whatever. And I did the hunting mission with Charles where you go and hunt a deer mm-hmm. and I paid attention to the time and it, it, that's like a 25 minute mission. Mm-hmm. And like half of that is just you slowly riding your horse. And that's great. Like the whole game is so, so slowly paced and I love that. I, I am yeah, all about it. Uh, but it's just it's just mind blowing to me that they made such a big game that they knew would be so popular, and that they made so many decisions. Like in every part of the game, they were like, "We're just going to do what we want, and we yeah, don't care if people dislike it." Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like catering and, for the ADHD of a regular gamer is a core part of game development. Like you, you yeah, get like a see psych- Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You get a <laughs> like, psychologist in to be like, okay, how long can we go before people's concentration starts to wane? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, oh, okay, so this is where we have to put stuff. And Rockstar just didn't give a shit. No, no, I totally believe that that is a part of the, the, the uh, part of game development now, Joe. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, oh, that's one hundred percent. I mean, Valve has had a psychologist and an economist on staff for like eight years. Brilliant. Now. Like, Brilliant. Fuck 100%. Valve. Fuck yeah. them, man. But anyway. Well, yeah. Fuck Valve. <laughs> fuck Valve. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah that's, just... that totally makes sense. And for Rockstar to throw it at the window and still make a credible, incre- it's just... a credible incredible product. Ooh. Yeah. It's just completely counterintuitive to all modern open world games in a way that I... I'm I'm so I so enjoy. Is it uh, does it feel like something that is completely that is completely unique and different from a Horizon and from like, oh yeah f- like from an like even from GTA Five where it is yeah, yeah. I think I began this feels, this feels, my review feels, statement by saying that I am surprised that Red Dead Two surprised me. I was expecting just another uh, not formulaic. I was expecting to be like RDR One. Yeah, I was just yeah. expecting Red Dead One or GTA Six because they yeah. kind of play similar. Yeah, and it it feels like they oh, yeah. really branched out and tried something different. Mm-hmm. I think they uh, it, it, they really doubled down on their production, like and yeah. and, and by like, the, the the cinematic aspect and the the seriousness. I feel. Yeah, it it it's definitely feels most comparable to something more like The Witcher Three. Yeah, in that like The Witcher Three. You know, like Red Dead, there's lots of combat, but like most of Witcher is just you talking to people. Yeah, investigative. Right? Uh, and I love that. That's why I like that game. And there's lots of downtime between quests, and most of the quests are just like, 
learning about the world and the people and you know they do have their side stuff their question marks and you know a little more video gamey things like that but that game feels you know like they made it in poland on just ignoring what most other people were doing yeah uh and it, especially after coming off of odyssey which was just like so so opposite to what i like about an open world game mm-hmm. uh mario odyssey you know. yeah yeah mario odyssey worst open world game i played in a long oh, time yeah, barely <laughs> open world just exhausting yeah um <laughs> Yeah, Red Dead is what a fucking weird thing. I think, what I think yeah, what I'm excited about cuz with that question, like it, it bred a, a very positive answer in in a way that Red Dead feels unique in its scope and its and its detail and its execution. It's still crazy to me that there are going to be games there are going to be games better than Red Dead 2 because there have <laughs> yeah, been games before yeah, Red sure. Dead 2 that we were like yeah. there's not going to be a game better than this and then Red Dead 2 comes out and it's like wow this may be one of the best ones ever and there are yeah. still going to be games that are better than Red Dead 2. Might take a while. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. It, you know, yeah. It might only be Rockstar that can beat themselves, but I yeah, you're right. It, it will eventually be topped by something production so wise. It is crazy to think that that looms out there at some point um but for the time being yeah i i'm very much enjoying my time with red dead 2 and the thing uh, is so to interrupt it, yeah. going back to the point of a game being better than it it might actually take a long time because for me we won't go into the story stuff but it was my favorite character-based story in video games ever wow yeah ever. I, I said it in the review arthur is my favorite game protagonist yeah. ever written He's holy exceptional. shit yeah He's extraordinary. And stories uh, are hard to, you know, there's there's movies yeah. that are 50 years old and are still, you know, verified as the best, not yeah. verified, um, viewed as some of the best of all time. So if, uh, if for me, the reason it's so like high up in maybe some of my favorite games of all time is because I just adored the people and the characters and the way the story went. They were very well fleshed out, which is, I think it's finally take, like, I think of it, and this is going to be another dumb reference. I think about the way that, Pro wrestling is a fake thing. It's totally fake. Totally entertainment. It's dumb. But they don't have... They have fuck all for writing staff. Like, it is... Yeah. Everyone knows it's fake. But it's yeah. a horrible... It's a horrible television show by even writing standards. Like, it's just bad. Yeah. Video video games not being a direct... Entertain, like, not being a directly consumable, mindless, interactive enter, like entertainment experience where you're just sitting there watching it. For video games... And we've, we've all seen, like, these undercooked like video game makers can't write games developers can't write games for shit yeah video uh, games mostly still have really bad writing yeah <laughs> like, and so, and so when you finally get a video game that is like is finally well thought out characters are yeah. well fleshed out and their motivations are pure to who they are like that is where the magic happens when you're mm-hmm. when you're given a cast of characters who are true to themselves and their motivations and they react accordingly to them you can't be surprised. You can be surprised, but in reflection, can't be surprised because based on who the people are. When you have a game that does that so well, that takes their cast and just they create their cast and then put them in a situation. I feel like the way Red Dead Two has done so far, in my experience with it, and what based on what you guys and how you guys have reacted, is the way the game goes. That to me is good game writing and is good entertainment writing anyway. Is yeah. instead of yeah. instead of having this idea for a twist or like this idea for just a linear story where you have compelling characters and then you craft 
situations around those characters and their motivations, that is how you get a good story yeah, yeah. naturally. 100%. And so that yeah. that is what I'm excited about about pursuing Red Dead 2. Games and, have gotten a lot better at, at that, I think, over the last oh, like, yeah. it's five or six like, years. You know, they there've been a lot of some of the stuff, some of the narratives yeah. of games recently are movie and TV worthy. Which is good because yeah. I'm sick of and being... And some of them the... aren't aren't character-based. Like Horizon is not a... It, it, you know, it's more of a story-based story. It's a, it's a sci-fi it Armageddon thing. Yeah, it's not like, oh, uh, I'm yeah. here for the story of Aloy. Even though she has some compelling story in it, it's the sci-fi yeah, story. How did the world get here and why? Yeah. Are, yeah. I but think... like, yeah, game writing has really improved a lot this generation. Yeah, I think um, doing character-focused stories is the hardest thing to do correctly. It needs yes. a lot of like tactful and subtle experience writing, but the and re- the re- the reward is so bountiful if you yeah, can yeah. pull it off. Which is, and that's all Red Dead is. There is very little actual like traditional plot to Red Dead too. It all seems yeah, that, very. The plot mi- is. It all seems micro arcs. Like it's yeah. just you're slowly stepping forward. Yeah. Through, the the through plot the for the whole game is just Dutch trying to get you the hell out of America. Yeah. Yeah. Or trying to get you yeah, out of your situation. Safety. Where, yeah. yeah. And um, I like, I'm sick of being the chosen one to defend defend off the world ending threat that is brand new and unknown. Like, I'm just that's why I like The Witcher 3 so much is because Geralt is. I mean, you know, there's definitely some world endingness stuff in The Witcher 3, but it's kept on a really small, like, intimate scale. Yeah, but like, Geralt is just you know, everyone spits on him, the cats hiss at him, like. (laughs) No one likes, you know, like everyone hates the Witchers, and Geralt just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And but he's got a good heart, and he's a complicated character, but he's not King Big Dick. I'm gonna save everyone. Mm-hmm. He's he's like just uh, kind well, of a fuck. schlub. Like, he, he still protects his individual, like yeah. He desires. still has his own like moral code, and mm-hmm. but he's he doesn't like being the center of attention either. Uh, and then you have like the extreme, like you know, Kingdom Come Deliverance, where Henry's like, I, I don't even know how to open my eyes yet. Uh, <laughs> that sounds just then, like him. And then there's six, <laughs> there's six hours of tutorials to blink. Like, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. God, basically. Uh, yeah. And I, and Red Dead, you know, yeah, there's no like apocalyptic thing happening. No, it's just you're not the these chosen one to normal save Normal characters. It's just these people surviving. Smaller, in a bad intimate time. stories are usually better. I know this yeah. is nothing that we had planned tied or we had like planned to discuss during this podcast at all, but I think one thing that has taken the chosen one versus the uh, unknown, unstoppable threat uh, and conquering it every time, the one franchise that can continue to do that in new and interesting ways is Zelda, and I think that's why people do continue to enjoy it. Uh, for the way it it still holds that formula extremely well, where you are the chosen hero, you play as the chosen hero, and you always end up winning. Um, but they always it's Nintendo, just pres- isn't it? Yeah, they always just yeah. That is Nintendo, isn't it? With That's Mario, kind of Bowser, thing. Zelda, and Ganondorf, and Kirby, and King Dedede. Yeah, fuck. I was gonna I was gonna goof on that one, but that one does have a main a main <laughs> antagonist. Um, and then just yeah, presenting I'm it thinking, with a unique way. Yeah. I'm thinking about all the good story games this gen, and they've all been, you know, like The Witcher, not a save the universe. Yeah. Andromeda was unknown uh, new threat that you are the chosen uh, one to defend against. And so it's like Pathfinder. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, like, uh, what else? Horizon. 
not the case. God of War, like, yeah, you're Kratos, God of War, but like, but it's also not Kratos. Just, it's also a trait. Like, it's 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 just it's you, you and the you know, boy. it's not. Yeah, even if that ga- that series does eventually go into more like you know universe ending stuff, which it might, it, it it's still just like two characters. Like it's a very small scale. There's been nothing, for better and for worse. There's been nothing like Mass Effect, where it's like the Reapers are coming. We have to save the universe. You know, uh, this generation, it's definitely felt like there were good lessons learned. I think from last gen mm-hmm. from. The Halos from the Gears of Wars from the Mass Skyrim, uh, yeah, yeah, from Skyrim as well. That's a total save the world thing. Dragon like, Born. I feel like everyone was like, this generation they've realized that maybe those stories are a little dumb, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we don't need them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm sure six will be interesting in a post Red Dead Two world. Six dot JPEG will be oh Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, the Skyrim Six. <sighs> Will be. We need to talk about. We need to transition into Bethesda here. Uh, sure, good call. Yeah. We've well, Joe. You, I, you, you oh, played more than me, and I've played more than Jameson. I'll say, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been quite a lot. I think probably like twenty Can hours I, in or something. Yeah, go on. Jay. Before yeah, we go, talk go, about go. Fallout seventy six, let's, let's give the least experienced Fallout seventy six member <laughs> the microphone. Let's go. Let's go ahead and give the. Least. I, I should just say everything I need to say and then shut up. Sure, uh, because you know, like I might. You guys might like 76, and I, I don't want to like constantly be interrupting, saying, no, fuck you. My objective uh, here is to convince you to play it with us. I will never play Fallout no, 76. My expensive um, game. My, my objective has not changed. <laughs> good. Okay. You were talking about, uh, you just said, you know, uh, what is it? Elder Scrolls 6. Um, Jeez. Skyrim 6, what's, yeah. what's coming before it? Starfield. Starfield, yeah. Star Fox, yeah. They have the hardest sell in the world for me now. Uh, yeah. Bethesda games. Yeah. I don't think, and I might say some mean things here, but like, you know, and, and they hopefully will prove, prove those wrong. But like, I think Bethesda's formula was interesting 10 years ago. And then they sort of perfected it with Skyrim. And you're like, this is a good, fun, dumb, open world, weird thing. And it was impressive back then because consoles were shitty and, you know, open worlds were still being figured out. And then I feel like Bethesda is completely and utterly incompetent. And I don't know that they are capable of making a video game that will impress anymore. Hmm. I would love to be proven wrong, of course. And next generation, you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Anything's possible. But after things like Witcher... Horizon, Red Dead, uh, even, you know, smaller scale things, God of War, stuff like that. Games have stepped the fuck up this generation, yeah. right? And you will expect them to continue to step up as we go into next generation with Cyberpunk, with Ghost of Tsushima, things like that, you know. What Bethesda's making is not acceptable anymore, I think. And they... They have so much work ahead of them mm-hmm. for selling me personally on Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six because uh, I, I'm done. Like I'm not interested in their products right now. I totally get uh, that. I totally understand that perspective because what you're saying, what you're saying is, and as you were saying, I I can totally agree. Uh, the steps they've taken between their games have been less innovative than yeah. other open world game developers. Yeah. They're, Alarmingly they, so. Extreme, extreme. They have 
a lot of money to work with. Right? Absolutely, like, like Skyrim is still making money. Fallout Four sold sold twelve million copies on day one. Yeah, like so, it's <clears> like they have taken the less they have taken their formula and have applied it. They they bounce they bounce between Fallout and and Elder Scrolls and Fallout and yeah. Elder Scrolls. They've made the least defining innovations between their releases. And if anything, I would say they've stepped back. Like Fallout 4 felt like a step back. It's it just a graphical fidelity because um, it seemed like Skyrim and Fallout 3, like Skyrim was a little bit above Fallout 3, but they were both very much in the same family of graph. Like if you looked at the two of them, you'd be like, yeah, these are the same. Like if, if you looked at this, if you looked at both of them now in 2018, you'd be like pretty much the exact same, like peer to peer, same. Yeah, they could be they would be beside each other. Fallout 4, I think, took a graphical step forward, but in content diversity and innovation, it definitely just stayed the same. Like, visuals Mm. are whatever, you know? Like, if the game is good enough, it doesn't really matter. But, like, the way they reduced the, um, you know, the writing and, like, the the dialogue choices from Fallout 4 Yeah, they certainly narrowed them down, for sure. Yeah, and, like, the way the factions intermingled Mm. were not interesting. And, And then on top of that, like, it felt like they were making more or less the same game as Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. What was that? Seven years later. And it was just as much of a technical mess, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of bugs and performance and visuals. And yeah. and, uh, and then, so the, I'll just, let me just, I'll just say my 76 thoughts and, and shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but can I just, snip, so he, can I snip one quick thing yeah, in first? Yeah, first? yes, yeah. Um, you, you, you had mentioned too, um, you touched on the fact that uh, like, or I guess I had to cultivate this idea based on what you had said, but uh, Bethesda seems like a studio that needs next-gen innovation to further their games more than any other studio, which is mm, not yeah. good at all. That they are depending on the hardware manufacturers to develop better tech, and then that's their excuse to making their next step forward. You look at a game... I... Go ahead. I don't I don't know like yeah the the tech jump from 360 to you know Xbox whatever PS4 was was more than substantial yeah and Fallout 4 is arguably a lesser game than Fallout 3 in New Vegas but graphically you know. better I yeah, think who cares I think, about I, graphics and, no like, I no I agree I agree who cares I think but their like, priorities not that much graphically better either I like, think their priorities are in the wrong place I think they think that they have the perfect I don't know what their priorities are and I think they needed I think that they think that their graphics need to be better that's the only thing they have to work on now is their graphics because I think they think that's like oh Skyrim sold a ton Fallout 3 sold yeah. a ton those games are perfect we just need to make our games look better versus yeah. innovating narratively like and then yeah. so that's that what they problematic do. yeah and that's what they did so what before. You, what is. you're saying is they need to work on everything, but because of the reception of Fallout 76 and everyone's saying it's a hideous game, which it is, shockingly so, Yeah, you, you're saying that in the future they might just make Starfield look like a pretty uh, version of what they're doing right now. Yeah, that would be cons- that would be disappointing. Let's say. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, and they're the studio that would do that because it seems like every game they've made has been uh, needle needle. Is barely moved the needle in innovation yeah. compared to the last game. Yeah. yeah. Starfield's going to be interesting because I still don't really understand how 76 looks as bad as it does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about yeah, graphics. I, I don't. But I don't it's it. like, it's it, confusingly behind everyone else. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what were you doing for four years? You know? Yeah. yeah. We, we've said it many times this year. Like, video games look unbelievably good right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah. Like, graphics, you know, whatever. Like, uh, it helps when a game looks great, obviously. It's a bonus. Um, but, like... If you're, give, if you're giving just, it up for something, it better be noticed. Sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if, if the compromise was the environments are fully destructible in ways you've never seen or or you know we have this insane clockwork world with you can you can kill anyone you know like the things they were doing a long time ago where it was like oh this is you're letting us break your game and you know or or be weird about with your game and that's why these other areas are compromised like that might have made sense but Fallout 76 man I have never been so quickly turned off of a game, I think. Uh, except for maybe something like, you know, The Last Guardian, which was just, like, literally unplayable because it was so bad. Uh, I I was... I, I was just falling asleep, like, 20 minutes into my playtime with 76. And, you know, yes, it's hideous. Like, it is profoundly, shockingly ugly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, eh, whatever. I can get over that. I get into it and like I the thing with 76 to me is like I don't know what that game is and I don't know who it's for because what I played at least I only played about what five hours uh I cannot imagine any reason to play it with human beings because you have all this story stuff with the tapes that's playing the whole time nonstop, yakking on and on and on while you're trying to talk to your friends you're playing with and I'm like okay that sucks Voice chat is forced on, or there's no push to talk. So I'm like, well, I never want to hear. I don't want to do well, that. That's, so. that's getting patched in and out. It, well, still, it, it's you know that's how it is right now, at least, and that that's how it was when I played it. So it's like, okay, I'm turning voice chat off because I don't want to have my voice being broadcast all the time. So now I am not able to talk to anyone in game. Not that I figured any reason to do so, and there's no way to like engage in pve vp or whatever in a in an interesting way and it's like okay so i don't see why i would play this as a multiplayer game and then as a single player game there's no npcs there's no like the story stuff is just go find a corpse oh here's an audio log there are npcs in the game well there are vendors and there are robots yeah they they are npcs Sure, I guess you're right. Yeah, the the whole no NPC thing is technically not correct. No, but there are no yeah. there's no humans. But there's there are no humans. There are no factions really. No. Um, and yeah, I just the four hours, five hours I played was just um, completely boring. And it that game just seems it just seems unacceptable to me in 2018 to ship a game like that in the visual state it is, in the content state it is, uh, and the polished state it is uh the, you know the combat is garbage like everything about it just seems like this feels like a fan mod or like a 20 dollar maximum early access game and it, and the fact that they're shipping it as a full-priced triple a quote-unquote 80 dollar video game i just look at it and compare it unfairly compare it to all the other good games that have come out over the last couple years and think how how are they getting away with this i don't understand and to the point where I, I am now probably not going to buy any of their future games unless they really, like, until it's out and I hear that it's really fucking good, 
uh, that then I will engage. Uh, and I just, I think Bethesda needs to really seriously think about what the fuck they're doing with their games. Because for me, they're not acceptable anymore. They are too far behind and they're not doing anything interesting to make the, the ways in which it's failing acceptable anymore to me. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. I, Fallout 76 baffles me. And I don't know who it's for. I don't know how you could have fun with it. And I don't know how they shipped it out the door for $80 in 2018 and think it's okay. Uh, I agree with a lot of that. That's pretty much all I'll say. Uh, that That's the end of it. Because again, I only played like four or five hours. Maybe a little unfair, but... Mm, no, no. You, no you, 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 you've seen enough. I, I definitely think it gets it really gets better as you go along, but I definitely agree that it is unacceptable the mm-hmm. standard that it's at. I don't yeah. really like the um, ideology of developers when they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna release it and then we'll just make yeah. it as we go and we'll go by player feedback, or, or you can find your own fun." I, I'm like, that Fuck ideology off. is fine if it's an early access title for a lower price. Maybe, but I just Maybe. I just don't like the attitude in general. You're the game sure, developers. Yeah. Make the game. It's not our jobs. You know, there's listening to player feedback and putting in tweaks, but like, eh, the game's broken. It doesn't work. We're going to release it and we'll fix it as we go along. It's like, fuck off. People are yeah. paying for these games. They're expensive. It's, it's, it's they like are. disrespectful to consumers. Mm-hmm. You know, pe- $60 is like a lot of money to some people. Don't be assholes about it. Uh, even though... It's a lot of money to me. Yeah, Fallout 76 is an objectively bad game that I'm kind of enjoying. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, you know. Uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. You're part of the problem, Joe. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I think it's... But yeah, I think I, I think Sea of Thieves spoil, has spoiled us now in this uh, cooperative multiplayer experience. I think now we... we if we didn't have a, if Sea of Thieves never came out, this cooperative Fallout, I don't think would feed. Oh man, actually, I would. No. I would have hated this as much. Uh, sea of Thieves has compelling things in it. It looks, it looks amazing. Yeah. It's got tremendous charm and personality, and the PvP aspects of it can be really exciting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you're. Yeah, I suddenly have. I, I my thought as I was saying it out loud split off into two very. <laughs> different directions <laughs> like, and i agreed with both of them which was a real struggle right there like sea thieves shouldn't be a full price game no definitely no. but i think there are many compelling things about it whereas 76 what i played there was just there was just nothing there for me sure. uh well yeah. I, I find it interesting because the base the basic core of the game is just more fallout yeah which maybe that. is a problem as well for me. I mean, uh, maybe it's not a big Fallout fan. It's because it's the it's, yeah. it's, it's a worse it's a worse Fallout because there is no choice. You're given a linear a linear uh, like quest line to follow. There are different uh, things to yeah. do, but they are linear in choice. Whereas I won't specifically call it Fallout Four, but in Fallout Three, it felt like you had more choice as a player as to what reaction you had. In Fallout 4, there was less reaction, and in Fallout 76, there is no reaction. So you're given yeah. a bunch of very linear mm. quests to do with no input whatsoever. Um, and I think that's definitely a step backwards in regards to the storytelling that they're using Fallout 76 to, to showcase, um, especially what a lot of gamers, I would assume, are accustomed to experiencing with the Fallout games. Um and they're sacrificing that to give you a cooperative experience, which 
is definitely a step backwards. Yeah. And I, I, w- I should say, like, I definitely don't know if I am, if it is potential for, or if there is potential for me to even enjoy a Fallout game. I don't know. Because I played Fallout 4, and basically the entire reason I played, you know, 50 hours of it was I was waiting, I was looking for that thing that people love, the good stuff that people talk about, and mm-hmm. I never found it. And so, you know, I would be curious, and I have very seriously considered going and putting, you know, some time into Fallout New Vegas, which people, speak very highly of and, yeah. and and that way i could sort of see like is there even a potential for me to like a fallout game because i don't know yet because yeah. the two that i've played i've not really gotten anything from mm-hmm. uh, so the stuff so. i really always loved in a fallout game is just like slow exploration of the wasteland and interacting right. with stuff and i actually i have many many problems with uh, Fallout 76 to the point where I don't know if I can play any solo and I don't think mm. I will play any more solo I'm going to play it pretty much exclusively with Ben depending on how long Ben sticks around with it that, uh, to, <laughs> but, to, the, to those listening along at home that's me and that's yeah that's Ben hey Ben hey hey man um, yeah I, I kind of hit my wall with solo play I do like slow exploration and walking around and just seeing what's about and uh, this map's actually pretty cool there's some like, very large stuff in the map compared to the previous fallouts. And I do enjoy the exploration, but without having like someone else there to bounce, you know, bounce off of, uh, enjoying some social company, just sitting there and stewing in all the annoyances of the game is just a bit too much for me. Yeah. There's a lot of things in the game which I find frustrating. I think the thing I find most annoying on a regular basis is um, there is some enemy variety, but it doesn't occur often enough. Like, seeing Mm. anything that isn't scorched is like an event. (laughs) It happens so rarely. Uh, And when you fight the scorched over and over, the scorched are fucking annoying. They always run up and get in your face. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much just use a melee weapon against them now. Because if you try and use guns... It's, you know what it's like trying to shoot something with a gun, which is like right in front of you and it's skinny and it's moving fast and you can't hit it with anything and the shooting in Fallout's a bit uh, clumsy and your guns are se- not not semi-auto, um, bow action, so if you miss a shot, you're reloading and the VAT system goes to zero because they've clipped through you and it's just... The, the enemy <laughs> variance is fucking pissing me off when I play solo stuff. But, mm-hmm. but I actually was pretty close to giving up on Fallout 76 completely. I think I told you, Jameson, I think yeah. before we started our review, I was like, oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know how far I can go with this. <laughs> and then I played a session with Ben, and I was like, I actually had a really good time. I did. Yeah. I, I had a better time than I was expecting. Just like, uh, I think streaming it helps as well, because you have people in the chat keeping things interesting. Just having like another person to just bounce off of and... Yeah. make your own fun but if you took away the streaming aspect i still think you and i would have had a fun time just like yes. bouncing off yeah. each other and playing the way that we do and and just having someone there to share it with would definitely be was it game related things or was it just the pleasures of having a friend around and you're just shooting the shit for hard to hours? say a bit of both yeah. i think it's nice mm-hmm. having another just another person there to loot find stuff for you you know like, oh ben will do find you... a, little, a yeah. safe and like, oh shit found a safe over here Oh man, fuck! Man, I just think a, I just that, think the general gameplay aspect of exploring a new environment with another human is just something I've always enjoyed. 
Yeah, that's mm. the that's the avenue of thought that's opened up in my mind as to how how much how much investment did Bethesda put in that stock, thinking that that was going to be enough to move the game, which everyone's wanted Fallout multiplayer, but I think th- they got rid of the f- they took away the Fallout part outside of the universe. Yeah, like it, like if you na- if they named that game like uh, Nuketown co-op like nuke nuketown universe and made it just an open world mmorpg like people would buy that it's not a fallout game like if you change the colors it would be a different like it'd be it'd be just a shitty cooperative mmorpg but they just happened to put the fallout they tied it to the fallout universe to make it to, to sell copies which that it sacrificed what it is to give you multiplayer because that's what everyone wanted right like yeah i I've wanted a online cooperative uh, RPG ever since I first played Oblivion back in 2010. 1994. Yeah, back in 1994. <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait to eventually I get to play one of these with other people. And like part of that novelty is really enjoyable for me. But I think the technological level that this game has come out at is kind of insulting and confusing. It feels like, imagine if Apple released the next iPhone, but the processor and the screen were worse. And they didn't say anything about it. They didn't address it. They just launched it. it was, everyone, if it was like an iPhone 4 processor. Yeah. And everyone be like, but why is it worse? And they, they just didn't say anything. They're just like, oh, we're yeah. going to keep supporting it and we're going to keep making the phone better. It's like, yeah, but why is it why? <laughs> like, it's to that point where you're not like, eh, graphics don't matter. It's like, it's actually confusing how far behind it is. Yeah, that's the thing if to you, me. That's if so you, so to interrupt, if you were to download Unity or the CryEngine, <laughs> you could yeah. make a better indie game that looked better than this in an hour. You could just like make a small island in an ocean, you know, brush it in, add some trees that come with the engine, launch it. Turn and it on the lo- lighting. Yeah, it would look better than Fallout 76. <laughs> like, why, does, so why is your engine such me. dog shit? Yeah, like, you know, they, they have a lot of money. They have yeah. a lot of resources now because they've, like, amalgamated a bunch of other studios and now are all part of, like, the Bethesda game studio family. They've got three studios now. They've got lots of money. They presumably have some talented people there. Um, and, like, yeah, video games have gotten, like, really good this generation, especially over the last two or three years. There's, like, a scale and quality... Yeah. And consistency to like every part of a game now. But it's not just and comparing it to other games, just technology the, progresses forward. That's how it works. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't, that's, yeah. And, and I know it is like, it's kind of cruel and unfair to compare something like Fallout 76 to fucking Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, you know, when a game comes out, you your expectations raise when the game raises them regardless for all games and it's and, and it's just yeah fallout 76 and fallout 4 to, to a similar extent you know it was fallout 4 was less frustrating because it was only 2015 when it came out but it's now 2018 almost 2019 mm-hmm. and and i look at it and i think i can't see any area in which it's trying to be interesting or like you know, there's no part of Fallout 76 that says this is why we had to cut back these other areas. You know, yeah, uh, it's just an empty Fallout map with people with 20 other people on it, mm-hmm. and and it looks like it's from 2009. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. 
They gave up. Uh, they gave up too much for too little. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah. You're right. Like they gave up most of what makes Fallout and Skyrim or whatever you know, Elder Scrolls interesting, in exchange for a few other people, human beings on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it just it also it feels so much in the like yeah. brainstorming beta phase that it shouldn't be out yet. I'm not even talking about the graphics or the optimization. They just haven't figured out the format. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. The PvP is doesn't make sense. It's just a, a dumb system. So I just don't understand why why it's out. <laughs> why why is this game out right now? Yeah, I don't to bankroll Sky yeah. Fox. Just keep and working on it. It's fine to, you know, come to E3 and say we've got an idea for a Fallout, uh, online Fallout game. Take your time. Why have you released it yet? It's not ready. It needs a year. Fiscal yeah. f- fiscal 2018, baby. It's very, yeah, it's, it's weird. But I also think this game is like, I don't, I, I mean, it's hard to say, but it feels like it's bombed. Like, I... Yes. I feel like no one is talking about Fallout. Aside from the only in- chatter I see is the usual internet chatter, which is this game is a hideous, insulting, broken mess, yeah. which I think f- I would agree with this time. Uh, but like, I don't know if maybe they thought it was going to be a huge hit. I mean, it certainly doesn't feel like it's I been successful. I bet you it's done pretty good. But I Probably. think what's been good about the game is, I think you said this earlier, Jameson, that it would be okay as long as they don't get away with it then we'd be okay for the future. And I don't think they have. Maybe financially, yeah. but, you know, it's not all about financials. PR is a big part of it, and people are just not happy about it. And yeah, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I am glad, and I hope that this game gets gets shit on big time. Yeah, it, it Especially critically, it you know, I mean, the YouTube internet culture obviously has has their hate boner out for it, but, like, I hope that critics also say like, "What are you doing, Bethesda? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you need to do better. Like, yeah. we need to hold. Why did this games, game come out? Yeah, like games have got real good. Yeah. Yes, expectations have been raised. Standards are higher. You need to hold a company like Bethesda, who has f- tons of money, yeah. tons of resources, and a long track record of making at the time very oh, exciting God. games." You need to hold them up and be hold them to these newer standards and say, "What is this? This is shitty. This is unacceptable. You need to do so much better." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope that people do, and I hope that Bethesda does. Cause, yeah, me too. You know, I like Skyrim. I played a lot of Skyrim. Skyrim was awesome. Uh, you know, I like I, I like Fallout, and I'm I'm still enjoying sometimes uh, Fallout seventy six because it has that hidden away a little bit. But it has the flavor of Fallout still in there. What's interesting? I, I think is, so. Ben, yeah, ahead. Ben, you go ahead. No, 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 no. My sweet boy, you go ahead. <laughs> the only thing I was gonna talk about is it's been another one of those games where the people who want to play it and enjoy it are really having having to suffer. There's a streamer I watch, a variety streamer called Co Co Carnage, mm. and I love that guy. He's a very uh, very positive guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of experience. He finds it pretty easy to look over faults and focus on the positives, and that he's just been absolutely not destroyed because you know but he's he just keeps getting attacked for just playing the game and it's like it's, it's part of this internet culture which i hate well yeah so you can't like the game no yeah. and, you know the first they, thing jameson yeah. said you were like i think this is an abomination but i hope you have fun with it 
Mm-hmm. And that's just yeah. basic human decency. Like you can have yeah. your opinion, you can hate something, but just fuck off and let other people enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, as a long-suffering Destiny fan, <laughs> yes. yeah, and PUBG player, you know, like just fuck off. Yeah. I don't care if you dislike this game. Fuck off. No one, no one gives a shit about your no your opinion. Yeah. Like fuck off and let the people that like it and like it. I, I, like I'm not gonna harass you, Joe, for liking Fallout 76, even though you're a fucking lunatic, you <laughs> fucking idiot, <laughs> you game. fucking idiot, Joe. I'm gonna dislike all of your myth videos. But no. you, you, yeah, like I mean, yeah, ugh, internet culture is abysmal and embarrassing for on a human race level like fucking wipe <laughs> us out the internet proves we deserve extinction uh but at the same time like fuck fallout 76 mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's yeah. where i'm really there like i i just but i'm not gonna go harassing people for liking 76 that's for sure yeah, no, I'm I'm having some fun with it. I'm, I actually really look forward to playing more co-op stuff because I like exploring and I like, you know, playing silly games with my friends and seeing what happens. But I also I'm on like both sides of the fence. I'm one of those annoying people who won't choose a side. Mm. Yeah, one of those damn fence sitters. Fen- yeah. Fence sitter. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm enjoying the game, but I also agree that uh, she's not a good enough. Game. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I know that feeling, you know, with PUBG and Destiny, like yeah. that. Those games have been very terrible for long periods of time. Yeah. Uh, but I still like them. Uh, maybe not PUBG anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Ben, what are your emotions in Fallout 76? <clears throat> hmm. it's, it's a complicated one. I mean, it's been... The, like I said, the, the, the session we did was fun. And if you want to enjoy more uh, cooperative sessions, uh, yeah. make sure you check out facebook.com slash defendthos too for more cooperative stream sessions but um the session we had i enjoyed more than i had anticipated Mm. um it was fun and it's definitely a game to be played with friends uh yeah i but i am also coming at it from the point where i don't have a a notable amount of experience with fallout games like i've i've Mm. given a, a decent crack at three i just like got to surface level with four a month ago and so i don't have the uh i don't revere fault the fallout universe or the fallout games as much as your average gamer i would say i yeah. fall below the average that's fair um, i'm the same way yeah and so fallout uh 76 post release like disregarding the beta was a enjoyable co-op experience it was fine like I have had worse cooperative experiences for sure. Uh, is this uh, particularly unique co-op experience? No, it is not. Um, I, it, but I did not hate it per se. Like, I don't know. I, there, there... I would sorry to interrupt you, but I would I would say there is a certain unique novelty-ness to the game. Yeah, there, I would. I, I would agree as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that. I think I haven't uh, been able to like do a big open RPG with my friends, and it yeah. was. I really liked at the end when we were getting into the uh, you know the building stuff in Fallout Four. Yeah, that part. And I, I could I like I could too. build your ha- like I could build on your house, and we were like sharing ideas of how to. I was like, this is neat. Mm-hmm. I've never done anything like this, even though it's executed terribly. Yeah. There's still a novelty to it for sure. I think. Yeah, and so to me, it's like. I am looking forward to those experiences. It doesn't pale comparison to the experiences I've had with PUBG, Sea of Thieves, Battlefield, like a lot of these other like multiplayer games that we've played together, whether they be the cooperative experiences or not, or competitive experiences or not. 
Um, it's not really registering on that level, but I am having fun with it with you. Yeah. Um, would I? Could I imagine chipping away at it solo? No, I could not. Yeah. Um. So, but it's certainly like the flaws the game has as being a part of the Fallout universe are definitely apparent, but not giving a shit about that or not giving a shit about the Fallout universe. Like it's a fine cooperative game. The price points buck wild. Um, but, uh, like it should be a $10 a month game or it should be a $30 game tops. Like, that's, yeah, it's interesting. That's the metric we always come back to is the dollar value versus, um, I guess score rating, but it's I important. Think, yeah. I think, I think that's, I think it's an important way to, to measure the game. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's like, I'm, I enjoyed the time that we had and I look forward to more times, which is a good yeah. sign, but, uh, no, as far as what I've expected the Fallout games to be, this is certainly not like, and what I've played at the Fallout games, this isn't in line with the level of quality I would expect from a Fallout game, but from I understand. A game. Yeah, or from a <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, it's on par with the amount of storytelling that Sea of Thieves has, because Sea of Thieves has little to no storytelling, but Fallout has an exuberant amount of shitty storytelling that is totally un uninspired and uncooperative. Should I just start talking, like reading off of a page while while to emulate the experience of no, the story God, going no, on in Fallout? Please, no, please don't. I if was on. If it makes you feel better, I muted. I was talking I I had to my muted, son Charlie when I heard the nukes drop, and it was really scary. Yeah, that was such a just, bad decision. Just, yeah. Little Donnie came running to the store. Okay, I got it. Like when I I didn't hear like when Joe and I were playing, I either, I must have had it muted because I didn't hear any of like the garbage oh. hollow tape. It may have the worst opening to a video game ever. They (laughs) fucked up the opening so bad. They chuck 40 holotapes on you while doing a really slow and boring tutorial. It's so bad. Like, just to teach you how to cook water, they make you listen to two holotapes, walk down, find a dead body, pick up the... Like, just tell me how to cook water. And they Fuck. they take like those auto like those tapes are not short. No, <laughs> they're like five minutes each. It's a problem. Oh, There's not as many. Man. It's just like when you're out in the world, they are less frequent. But the intro yeah. in that first, it's so bad. <laughs> God, that first part is a piece of shit. They <laughs> fucked it up. I can't. That it's just a disaster. What were they thinking? You know, you're, the, you're people are playing with their friends. Yeah. Ben's like, oh man, you know, I've had such a bad day. This is my. I'm like, shut up, Ben. Uh, I'm listening to a very important holiday. I was holotape. going down to the water to fill up on water, and yeah. I learned how to cook water. And, and what if? Yeah. What if I was playing with like? What if some other reality or the lads were playing? And I was like, uh, Jameson, Dawson, and Ben, could you all cease talking for a moment? I'm listening to a holiday. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And by a moment, you mean seven minutes? Oh, yeah, seven. Everyone shut up for seven minutes. It's <laughs> so dumb. God. Just do like very minor. Oh, they haven't figured out to tell stories either. They just haven't figured it out. It's very no. weird to be playing a game during the figuring it out phase. You know. I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. You know, when they put out that letter, and they're like, "Hey guys, there's going to be spectacular bugs, and you're going to help us figure out what the game is." Yeah, we're all friends. Kumbaya, motherfuckers. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a. Ooh, I don't know about this. And then yeah. it was worse than I thought it would be. Yeah, to be uh, honest, the game works. I haven't had any crashes. I, th- I think it's pretty easy to connect with friends, and the game... I mean, my rig, you know, I don't want to talk about it, but the game's always run pretty well for me. 
That is not really I, I, a, a I, very I would hope fair. so. Yeah, on your 960, <laughs> i7, 4790K, 8, eight yeah, gigs like, of RAM. Yeah, we got it, Joe. You're I, I would hope yeah. that game was running okay. Yes. Uh, it's, it, it, now it's a, a solid 60. Like The gunplay feels better. The enemies aren't scuttling around like fucking fast bugs. It works fine right now. It's just not finished not by a year. And it's at the level of production that I was... It's, it's never... It's too late. Like, it's it's never going to be a good game. Maybe. Like, it's going to be what... No. No, 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 I kind of feel that way about Sea of Thieves now as well. Like, like they'll layer had... on to the incomplete shit yeah. that it is, and it will continue we'll, we'll to always be We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I think good ga- saying it can't be a good game is a bit harsh. I think saying it's never going to be something really fantastic. There's stuff to enjoy about it now, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily. I will a say good that game. I don't think I will ever play Fallout 76 again. Oh yeah. No matter what they add, you know, because like just like the core movement and gameplay, gunplay, stuff like that, it's just not good feeling anymore. Yeah. And I guess yeah. not 2008. Yeah. And, and and I guess what I mean currently is that the aspects that I enjoy about the game, I don't think mm. make it a good game. I enjoy aspects <laughs> yeah. of it, but I don't think sure. it's a good game. Yeah, so. that's fair. I yeah, very confusing. Mm-hmm. It is. It's confusing. Most it's... confusing game release of 2018. That's the one for yeah. me. Yeah, I just and it's, don't know what they is, were thinking. It is disappointing. I think when we did my most, we did the most anticipated list, and I put Fallout 76 as number one. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be a complete and utter failure. That was. I was I was mentally prepared this time, and it it failed in ways I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah. Even when I was anticipating it to not live up to the vision I had, it still managed to fuck up in ways that I really wasn't anticipating. Mm. But you know, uh, I'm not that attached to the Fallout franchise. I loved three, and I played like half of New Vegas, and I wasn't that fond on four. So. Loving one game, I'm I'm not going to put myself in the camp of people who are obsessed with Fallout. So I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like I'm gonna probably play a bunch with Ben, people on the stream, and I'm gonna get some fun out of it and then move on with my life. But uh, the internet probably won't. So that'd be interesting. I'm fascinated to see how they handle like the marketing and stuff like that regarding Starfield because you know there's that's not only is that a new it's not it's not followed or or elder schools basically you know yeah it's not only is it the next game after fallout 76 and fallout 4 it's not one of the big staples and so it's a new ip new world and they have to hopefully recuperate a little bit from the bad press of Mm. fallout 76 so it's like how do they yeah how do they how do they do that is going to be really fascinating to me i i mean if the first if they show Starfield and it's like you know dude gets out of his ship and then goes talks to a guy and it like the camera does the like zoom in on their face like they've done in all their games and you just get and it just looks exactly like Fallout but in space then it's like uh oh hmm. yeah they, uh, I really really f- am fascinated Fallout seventy six has almost not been worth it for however much money they make from it no. customer yeah. trust is a hard thing to earn and to keep. And they've definitely lost it from, I think, probably quite a lot of people. I think it's been a perfect example of how bad you can exploit a yeah. established video game brand. And I will be interested to see how this damages anything that comes out Fallout-related in the future. Um, yeah. If, if they take enough time with Fallout 5, sure, it'll be fine. But the, it also... We don't understand 
like or not understand but we don't know what uh, bethesda innovation looks like yet because we haven't exactly. seen anything <laughs> beyond this gener- like we haven't seen anything beyond oblivion levels of innovation yeah, yeah Oblivion was like the last one, really, right? Yeah. Like Skyrim was basically just, yeah. "Hey, we got it. We've we've ironed it all down." Now. Which which well, is the formula yeah. that Rockstar uses, I find too, where it's like the one-two punch. Like GTA is like, "Hey, we're introducing all this open world and the levels of depth that it can go in," and then Red Dead Two is like, "We're gonna take it just, we're gonna take that and do it just a little bit further." And so it's like Fallout and Skyrim is like Fallout is where we introduce these concepts, and then it's like. El- no, Elder Scrolls is where they introduce the concept. Yeah, I mean they go further. They've been doing. Yeah, they've been. And go- then going uh, back to like before but, Morrowind. But the 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 levels of innovation have been much more minute compared to those that Rockstar takes with uh, their one two punch. I find I find in my opinion. I think I think you're right. <laughs> Very much right. Yeah, yeah. And what does Skyrim Bethesda and innovation look like? God, they know? were so good. Yeah. They were because like it was ahead easy. of everything at the time. Because they were so ahead of the time. Yeah, when that's it, the thing. When it was like, when it was it, like when it was hard to be unique, they had innovation, and now yeah, that yeah. now that the technology is there and everyone else is catching up in those regards, what does far Bethesda, exceeding? I think. Yeah. What uh, what weapons yeah. does Bethesda really have? Yeah, like think about Skyrim. That was 2011. You know, what were open world games like before Skyrim? There was, you know, the Assassin's Creed series was going on, and that was and not before the Elder Scrolls because Morrowind came out way before it. No, no, I know, but like when you know, I'm thinking like when Skyrim came out, which was like the oh, peak right. of success for for them yeah. financially, critically, uh, even and Skyrim was still really impressive because it was this big, sprawling open world with lots of like weird AI interactions. You know, like the dragon yeah. fighting the giant and the mammoth, like that is still cool. And yeah. there was nothing else. Games were still not really, really huge no. when Skyrim came out in terms of like the world they were building and now yeah yeah i what does bethesda innovation look like is a very good question ben and i'm fascinated to see the answer if we see an answer to it yeah i'm because i am i am pessimistic because just because of what we haven't seen from them like just because of how yeah how small scale the innovation really has been over the last years outside of graphical fidelity the the yeah. experience has remained relatively untouched in the uh like in the scope of their open world storytelling yeah so. yeah and i don't like being cynical and negative when it comes to unreleased hell basically unannounced video games yeah. uh you know i i want the the best from all of them of course especially when you say hey it's a big uh, space opera rpg i'm like yeah. oh, we have we literally haven't had one of those this generation Mm. Okay, we had Mass Effect and Drama, but we're not talking about. But it wasn't, that. We it wasn't didn't good. have one. We did not. We know. did not. We have like no one is making space RPGs. I don't fucking know why. Uh, and you know, hey, I would love for Starfield to be awesome, but I don't think I. I'm between Fallout Four and Seventy Six. I have now fallen into the point of like, man, I don't think they've got it in them. <laughs> like, I don't know mm. what. The f- I don't think they're capable of making an exciting video game anymore. It depends. And we I, had that. I think you came up with the one theory that maybe they're working on a new engine and Starfield's in the new engine and they just couldn't nah. be, yeah. Like, you know, I, yeah. You, maybe they just didn't progress their engine tech much for this generation and, and maybe their engine tech is finally able to really progress next gen, you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just recycled all the stuff from Fallout 4 for 76 to try and treat 76 as like a quick project to put together, make it profitable. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where Bethesda goes. 
Yeah. Yeah, because it's a it's been a recurring theme this gen of the sort of old guard of last gen being uh replaced. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. being thrown out by by newer people like Gorilla, like CD Project, you know. Uh I wonder I wonder where Bethesda stands in 3 years. Uh, yeah, it's where... going to be. Yeah, we have to see. We have to see where Fallout 76 goes like are they going to yeah. address the fact that people think it's a mess? I don't know. They haven't really addressed They haven't said anything no. since it came out. Like I I feel like they just said it's out and then, you know, granted it's been 3 days since it came out, but mm. like it's just sort of been silent and I I, oh man, yeah. I, I would just, I would love to know what the reaction is like from the people inside. Like, they had to have known, right? Like, or did they really think know. that people were going to love it? Like, I, I would love to know. I would love to know. Like, I don't know. I think that there are, maybe they did think it was great because some, I think some parts of it are good. I like the map. And for people who care about Fallout lore, apparently there's a ton of like deep hidden story stuff if you care enough right. to, to look into it. Which I don't, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would I really would love to know. Uh, it's a weird one. It is very strange. Just as a very... It's like the most AAA version of... Uh, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Let's just see how this works. And then just releasing it. Yeah. Like it's the new the... thing sucks as well, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's it just... I was going to do an air, um, a mission at the airport, which you might have got right. to, Jameson. It's one of the first zones. And I loaded into the server, and it'd be nuked, and I couldn't go near it. There was this big oh. cloud around it, and if you go near it, you get radiated. So I was like, uh, well, this so sucks. Just back I, out of the server I just left the server and, and joined a new one. I was like, what the fuck's the point of that? That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, even like when they were describing the game beforehand, it sounded really neat, you know? Mm. Like when they were talking, like, oh, the nuke would go off and there'd be like really high level enemies in there and you'd get better loot. And... I couldn't get anywhere near it. Yeah, I, I really wonder. It feels like someone leaked the dev version of this game and it's set to come <laughs> out in two years. <laughs> it definitely is like the most confusing big budget game since probably the Dest the original Destiny release. Yeah. Where the original Destiny came out and you're like, this is just. You were just lying for years. And, you know, or you weren't lying. You were. You were st- you were advertising a product that you had to basically throw out and remake in a year and you mm. had to ship your game. And it's like, how did this game get made? How did it get released in this state after so many years of talking about it? Thankfully, they didn't talk about 76 for three years. Uh, it was only like six months, but it's, yeah. it's, it's sort it's, of like, yeah. no, I was going to say it's sort of like No Man's Sky levels of baffling, but. No, because that was almost like borderline fraud. Yeah, <laughs> I would happened. agree. I would agree. <laughs> no, it's it's a but strange. But it is baffling one. nonetheless. Uh. Luckily, still managing to have some fun with Fallout seventy six, and even look forward to playing it and exploring a bit more. But the conditions around the game are very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to easily get a refund on it. You know, yes, me digital too. rights in North yeah, America well are, are pretty much non-existent. Bethesda made it very easy to get a refund, so kudos to them, I guess. Nice. Uh, one thing you can't do is get a refund for this podcast. And if you've made it <laughs> no this far, time, right? if you, yeah, you, yeah, once your time's up, can't get time it back. Time just keeps ticking regardless of what you're doing. Uh, Into the future, 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 future. Did you guys future. just want to talk a bit about Battlefield Five at all, or do you want to wait till you've had more time with it? 
I, I, I don't. I don't have. I haven't played. Yeah, I, I. I don't have much. It's Battlefield. I haven't played yeah, enough. It's very of it. good. It's gr- Yeah, it's fine. Um, I. I like it a lot. I saw an that's, Instagram that's video of uh, Battlefield Three today, and it made me want a modern Battlefield again. So I hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it made me not give a fuck about Battlefield Five real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. That's pretty much. Like that's that's it. Pretty much. That's all I got. Yes, fair. Uh, I, I yeah, I don't have much to say about it either. Like it, I. It's know, Battlefield. I'd, I don't think they should have bothered making the campaign because it's just a waste of resources. Uh, you know what? I played the opening war story uh, last the prologue night. Or God. like the, uh, the Andrew, British one. You were just such a weird person. God, you're oh. a strange man. The the British one? The one where you're playing as British lads? No, I, it was the one where you are the African-American French lads. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that one's th- decent. Yes, it was okay, but... There's like the opening prologue where you play, I guess, like different parts of it, and it's yeah. like zooming into different people and it's showing different perspectives of of a war and World War Two. I was like, that should be it. That's perfect. Yeah. It was like thirty minutes. It represented all different sides of a war, and it was maybe one of the best video game representations of a war in general. I was like, yeah, yeah stop. I, That's it. Like, that prologue nice, is all it needed. Yeah, nice little thirty minute experience, and I think it's a nice little warm up to get into the game. That should have yeah. been it. Yeah, the prologue is great. Like, Mark Strong is narrating it, and he's, you know, there's some very good, like, lines about just the, 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 the like, the, the, the brutal impact of the war. Like, mm. why do humans like going, like, why do we keep going to war? And yeah. you get a little vignette of everything, and it was nice. And then the first story mission, if you do it the way it's listed in the menus, is you load in, and it's a British guy, and they are like, Oh, we're gonna go and save the world. We're gonna go fucking. We're gonna go into the fucking pub and then we're gonna win the fucking war, mate. Let's go, bruv. And then it's just like they're just cursing up a storm, and it's like, ha ha, war. It's so dumb and fun. We're British, yeah, war. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. I think uh, I think that might have been how it was like because apparently in England the propaganda was very misleading about, um, and they were true. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of World War One. Nope, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. No, but like you know, yeah, there were certainly a, a totally elements of like yes, war, yes, you know, hundred percent. But like this is this is a more like modern cheeky bullshit. Like they're making jokes about going down to the pub and getting ice cream and shit like ah, that. And I was yeah. just like, this is embarrassing. Uh, but that prologue is excellent. Like yeah. you said, it's all they needed. That's all they needed. I think. Uh, but fuck whatever. The multiplayer is great. I it's it's sort of boring. Uh, in a way that I'm really on board with. Yeah. Uh, the gunplay is just feels so good, and the maps, all the maps are quite good, uh, in a way that BF1 definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's slower paced. The pacing's really nice, uh, and it's just pleasant. But I agree, <laughs> modern Battlefield is what Battlefield should be. Yeah. Uh, I want helicopters. I want you know javelin missiles i don't know uh, i don't know why we ever thought going backwards was a good thing because of tech people are idiots yeah. people are idiots yeah um, like just because something was good at a time like going back to it doesn't make it better yeah the next battlefield i want the next battlefield to be like on next gen consoles and In i want space. it to be modern oh i want just just do <laughs> battlefield 3 or battlefield 4 again but on new tech you know mm. uh be, because Battlefield 3 and 4 are really fucking good. Uh, yeah, give me Bad Company 3. Or, sure, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, sure, just yeah. bring it modern again. Like, I 
World War II certainly is better in terms of tech for a video game than World War One, which I think was a big mistake because mm-hmm. uh, BF1 is a snooze fest. But I, you know, I want helicopters. I want buildings falling over from Levolution 2.0, mm-hmm. and I want a giant, you know, missile command ship to crash into the beach. And like, fuck, BF4 was so good. It was so cool. Yeah. Uh, World War Two, you know. I, Vietnam is maybe the oldest I would say you could go to because that has helicopters. And I think it, it sounds dumb, but like the helicopters are quintessential to me for Battlefield. Mm. I, I They are a core, core part of that game uh, and the goofiness that can come from that game. Uh, but but I think BF5 is really good. Uh, it's, it's a big step up from BF1 for me, for sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it is kind of boring, but I, I like that it's kind of boring. Though I do agree... It would be better if there was some cool thing like Levolution in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely. For me, it's, anyway. It's weird they wouldn't yeah. have something like that after introducing it so prominently yeah. the first like time. Like, that bridge should collapse in the match, yeah. you know. Uh, that would be awesome. There should be, like, an avalanche uh, on yeah. the winter map, you know. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's okay. It's 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 a good game, uh, but... Maybe a little, also maybe a little lacking in content. Only eight maps, you know. It's a, it's when multiplayer is your thing. I feel like you should have like fifteen maps or mm-hmm. more. But whatever, that's fine. I'm not going to play tons and tons of it anyways. So it's good. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy. I wasn't happy with BF1, so I'm happy. Mm. Nice. I think the only thing. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast, mm. we're not going to do a games we have played recently section because I haven't played shit all. One yeah, thing I did right play there. is the first Spider-Man DLC. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't was very exciting, going to no be honest. Way. They didn't mm. really do anything new with the formula. It was all stealth missions, swinging around, oh. and just fighting. They put like... Stealth missions again? Really? There was one with Mary Jane, yeah. <sighs> I just thought it was weird because the cutscenes were all up to the standard, very highly produced. The voice acting was good. The black cat was a pretty good character and actress. But all the missions were just like punching dudes and like swinging around. And even though not all the quests in the original game were, you know, a revolution, there were still some novelty missions and boss fights and silly stuff, some some cinematic moments. And it was very standard. And I was Mm. just like, oh. Okay. It ended after two hours. I was like, hmm, that's it. And they, they, it's weird. It's in a different instance from the main story. It's a different save. So you can't do like the regular side quests. And they just add more side quests. And one is a backpack one, but it's with paintings. And another one is more challenges, but it is the, Mm. the internet streamer girl instead of uh, the other guy. And I was Hmm. a bit underwhelmed, but Mm. it is. Uh, the trilogy is very one cohesive story. The city that never sleeps. So this is only part one of a three-part uh, story. Yeah. So I'm I'll definitely going to wait until they're all out. Yeah, before I play. But yeah, uh, not not the most hmm. uh, enthusiastic start. There's one mission where you're swinging down a train tunnel after train, which is a bit more interesting. But apart from that, everything else is just fighting and like the usual generic stuff you would do. Hmm. That's that's too bad. I still like Spider-Man, so I still enjoyed it, but was expecting at least something a bit more interesting to drag me back in. Yeah. But we'll I see. remember the Batman games were the same way. Like, all the DLC that came out for them was... I, I never even played it because it was so forgettable, apparently. Mm. Uh, 
hopefully, yeah, maybe when when all three pieces are out, because I think the third piece is supposed to be out by before the end of the year. So yeah, um, like I don't the know next piece is out on is Tuesday. Okay, um, I will, so. I'll probably give it a go because I freed yeah. my life up from Red Dead Redemption Two, so I can play other <laughs> video games now. Nah, fuck that. Just keep playing Red Dead. That's I might. I might a hundred percent it. We'll see. That's that sounds bad, horrifying. I'm looking forward to online. But I, it's I fun game to play, so I would like to play all of it. Is it a fun game to play, though? This is a fun yeah, game to yes. 100%. Is the movement and shooting fun? <laughs> Ugh, well... Is Red Dead fun? Question mark? Question mark? Dis- long discussion video? When you said, uh, you know, the, the joys of just exploring an environment with other people, uh, I just immediately thought, yeah, I look forward to Red Dead Online. Yes. Riding oh. around on a horse as a cool cowboy with your buds sounds pretty good. I can't believe that that is supposed to be out, like, next week Soon, maybe yeah. i don't know it, it would have to be in the next two weeks they've got 13 days are left in november so god i don't believe i don't buy it at all it's weird isn't it it's just sneaking out yeah. it is the beta like it's coming out as a beta right mm. so it's not like the final version uh yeah yeah i wonder god i hope they do heist in that eventually fuck Oof. yeah one of the main Been lines they years. said from in regards to red dead online is mm. The person, whoever's behind it, was like, we want to get to the stage that GTA Online got to with the heist much quicker for Red Dead Online. Which Good. I think is very reassuring. Yeah. Because GTA Online heist. was a strange oh, plot, but it's the first time they did it. It took a long time to get going. Well, no, it's like the fourth time they did online, but you know, I what? know what you mean. <laughs> GTA 4 and Red Dead 1 all had online. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. But it was were... a, you know what I mean, their service yes, no, structure. Yes, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I They sort of stumbled into GTA Online success, I think. They, they like, put Online out, and then, like, six months later, like, oh, this is, like, a huge success. We should keep putting stuff in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, for the people who loved it, they supported it for so long. They still are. Like, I get that fucking Rockstar newsletter email, like, every week saying, like, we've added this to GTA Online. And I just, like, okay, great. <laughs> For yeah, the hundred million wait. people that yeah. are still playing it secretly. Can't yeah. wait to see what Red Dead Online's like. Oh, heist in the Wild West with the buds. Ooh, yeah, yes. please do it. it, please. I want it. Yeah. All right, Ben, wrap it up. <sighs> Thanks so much. Uh, this has been a good. This has been a good. It's been a good spell for us. I find um, between podcasts, we had a couple of good. Uh, we just did Red Dead Redemption Two myths. And uh, the NPC video over on YouTube. Streams have been going very well, Joe. Um, we had a good, we've had a good run. Cool. Uh, so this yeah. is this is the last piece of <laughs> and content. That's, that's the end of this is the last the piece of content you'll ever get. Defend the house related. Um, so I mean, if you've made it this far, at least you'll know. But uh, this is it. The series finale. Yeah, done. Is, um, so if you've joined us for this long, thank you, and we will see you again in late 2019, early 2020. <laughs> um make talk sh- about the ps5 reveal yes uh seriously though uh thank you so much for for making this far uh this one felt good this one felt like a good one too um make sure you follow us on our various social media channels twitter.com slash defend the house uh of course make sure you're following us here on uh, on you or on youtube uh on facebook uh you can catch us over on youtube.com slash defend the house and you can also if you want this podcast in non-video form Make sure that you're checking us out over on Podbean and uh, not to pull back the kimono a little bit, but I want to look into doing uh, Spotify as well. You now that Spotify has mm. opened up their podcasts to everyone, I think there's okay. an opportunity for us to to go on there as well. But 
just for more accessibility. Yeah. Uh, but uh, once again, folks, uh, next podcast will be in December. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to know whether or not we do that or record that before uh, or after your guys' uh, top 10, your guys' revered top 10 of the hmm. year videos, mm-hmm. which go up over on YouTube. Um, yeah, I know, depends. I know, maybe. I know we're December's still... December's going to be quiet. Yeah, there we're... are not a lot of games left out. Like, I... Yeah. So it's a, like, it, it's a good opportunity for you guys maybe to get out ahead of that yeah, one before maybe. the year ends. I know that's typically a January, February release for you guys, but um, it'll be interesting to see where this... Uh, where the next I edition... I think last year record, we recorded on the, like, 20... 20th of December, 18th, mm-hmm. yeah. something like that. So, yeah, we might do that again. We'll see. So, by the time uh, the next podcast rolls around, Joe and Jameson's top 10 games of the year will be available for... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, may or may not be available for watching slash listening to over on youtube.com slash defend the house. So, make sure you keep it locked over there to find out their <laughs> games of the year. And then on the next podcast, I'll probably do mine or whenever that one Yeah, that'd be out. cool. You yeah. already said at the beginning, it's Rocket League. No, it's Tetris. Um, oh. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us again. Um, streams back all probably around this. I keep forgetting that this it doesn't end. and then This go is not live. It's and not this live. will not be up for like several days. <laughs> yes, this is very true. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us again. And we will see you in next time.